and John Crows for Calumet. They said the same thing about each other. They said the other one is going to reach into the bag of tricks and try to do something to get them off balance. And when you look at it, how even these two teams are on paper, that might be what it comes down to is who can bust one off at a big play and just catch a snoozing on any given play. And I think you probably have, in, in coaching from the coaching tree of Jeff Olson, you have a lot of, I, I don't know if paranoia is the word mm-hmm. to use, but they're very cautious of what they do and, and what they show early in a season because they can't maybe show it later in the year. And, and they do have a bag of tricks. Jeff Olson has always reached into those tricks, and I, I'm sure that's passed on to not only John Crows and Scott Sergula, but to Deion Brown at Gwynn as uh, he comes from that same coaching tree. So second time in the school's history that the two teams have met, second time that they're meeting this season, Westwood trying to get revenge for a September 7th defeat in which they held Calumet to just 80 total yards of offense. Star running back Travis Ojala only had 13 yards during that game, but it came as part of a losing effort. Westwood can't afford to give them a short field, and they can't afford to... Uh, let loose on the big play. It was uh, talking with Sergila earlier in the day. Uh, he mentioned that there was one time they did not stay home on the option. They bit on a trick play, and that is in in his mind what ended up costing him that football game. Pretty good number making uh, the trip up from the Ishpeming area. Westwood has the flag draped in front of the home bleachers. And red, white, and blue up here. And they are bundled up, but they are rivaling the home crowd. Calumet taking on Westwood. The winner is on to next Friday night's district final. The site is to be determined. We would assume Traverse City, St. Francis, should they uh, take care of business tonight against the four-seed Elk Rapids, that it would be them welcoming the squad down there. This should be a fantastic football game. 14-12 a month and a half ago. What will the score be tonight? We'll take another timeout. More after this coming up on the ESPN UP pregame show. Changes, they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishpeming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome week one of high school football playoffs with these deals. Fresh and natural boneless Smithfield pork sirloin roast or steak, $1.66 a pound. Fresh and natural Smithfield pork cutlets, a family pack for $1.99 a pound. Gold leaf fresh chicken leg quarters, 10 pounds for $4.94 and clementines, 2 pounds for $3.99. These prices are good through October 27th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. 
Calumet, Tanner Hoops, along with Tom Mogish, the play-by-play for ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. And a reminder that today's broadcast is copyrighted, a presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association at ESPN-UP. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution, descriptions, or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and ESPN-UP. This broadcast is also brought to you in part by the ones who has your back, have your back in this moment. Do you know the name of your insurance agent or would you call a 1-800 number? At this moment, you should be able to call Iron Rage Agency and Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. And did you know First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette as well as seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community. First Bank, it's all about the people. And Ishpeming, Concrete, and Moyle Trucking solidly behind the Westwood Patriots. Good luck in the playoffs. We'll be hearing from our Westwood Patriot football sponsors throughout the night. Once again, we inch closer to kickoff. A soggy evening, temperature right around the low 40s, expected to drop throughout the night. Crowd is here bundled up, but it's looking like we're going to have a full house. We've got fans turned out for both teams, and we've got at least one flag representing each school being waved. I mean, they do playoff football right up here in northern Michigan, and they're showing it off tonight. Two schools that have fantastic regular seasons looking to keep it going. They look to punch their ticket to next Friday night's district final with the site once again to be determined as is the opponent. Other side of this district bracket as Traverse City St. Francis, the top seed, hosting number four, Elk Rapids. A district with two ranked teams in the final rankings. Both of them were in the top five. Traverse City St. Francis second and Calumet finished fifth. Both of them were undefeated, and Westwood trying to hand them their first loss this evening and get revenge for the September 7th defeat right here in Calumet. Once again, Tanner Hoops, Tom Mogish, Dave Bowes will be along with us. We have the call the action this evening as Westwood looks to get revenge. And you look at these two teams, and we mentioned the defense and what they've done. Westwood hasn't allowed a point since September 14th. And again, you take into consideration the two forfeits in there, though feasible to think Manistique and Gogibic would have had trouble putting points on the board. So then you look at what Calumet's been able to do. They've allowed just 53 points the entire season. That comes along with three shutouts. They came in consecutive order September 21st, 28th, and October 5th. So the two defenses have been lighting things up. The offenses have been grinding pound. They'll throw the football a little bit. Westwood, not known necessarily for their passing game, got a little more of it, uh, a little more involved with the victory over Nagani. Um, but certainly not a passing team by any stretch. And that's really going to be what decides this game tonight is uh, who's going to be able to control the football time, possession, what have you. And with that, we welcome in Dave Bowes. He's uh, back with us on the call and ready to get things going for tonight. Dave, as always, good to be with you. I can't wait for this football game. Yeah, I've been waiting excited. all week. How excited are you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just excited to be here. It was a little bit late. Uh, my day job had me... Uh, staying over a little bit taking care of the other needs at Westwood High School so I'm excited to be here now and just walking in and we just got here so um it's going to be a wet track for sure it looks a little damp out there uh 
But I am uh, definitely looking forward to this getting underway. Somebody in the principal's office a little too long. <laughs> took some exactly. time to get up here. Well, you know, before I can cheer for him on the field, i got to take care of him in the classroom. That's right. So, uh, you know, that took a little bit longer than I expected today, but that's okay, too, and I uh, still made it on time. So. Well, well, Dave, on paper, these two teams match up really well, and they did so back on September 7th, a 14-12 win for Calumet on this field. When you look at what they've done defensively, Westwood, of course, hasn't been scored on since September 14th. Calumet just 53 points allowed in nine games. That's the best defensive season in school history. Something's got to give tonight. You have two offenses that ground and pound. To me, this is going to be all about time possession and the turnover battle. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it was an exciting game. You heard Coach Crows talking about it in the, in the interview with uh, ESPN-UP earlier. And, uh, you know, he's you could tell that Coach Crows is excited for the game, too. You know, he, I, I know John. Uh, we grew up in the same area together. Uh, he, he's done an absolutely fabulous job up here. He's a super competitive guy, and, uh, you know, he's looking forward to this as well. So um, we're excited. Great atmosphere. Uh, you know, Calumet brought the whole town, so this is going to be exciting. Well, Westwood, a pretty good contingent made the trip <laughs> up there. It's a long one, but they made it anyway. And you have two schools that rarely face each other, but they're both taking the field right now, and that's the noise you can hear in the background. But these two schools rarely face each other, but they're so proud of what they have on the football field. Westwood, of course, hasn't had the tradition of success as long as Calumet has. But look at what we've got here tonight, and you've got flags flying representing each team. You've got really kind of a split section, right? The Westwood fans are up here rivaling uh, the hometown Copper King fans. It's a really fun atmosphere, and it's going to be as exciting, I think, you know, as the product we're going to see on the field. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, certainly if the first game was any indication, we should be there. So we've got football coming up. We will take a timeout for the playing of the National Anthem, and then we'll have kickoff for tonight's district postseason matchup right here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. From the days of lumbermen coming out of the woods twice a year to buy clothing and supplies at Wilderness Sports to now, you'll get what you'll need to cheer on your favorite teams. Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond fans will all find spirit gear to look the part from the stands or on the sidelines. Wilderness Sports will let you touch and feel the items, and if you want something custom ordered, they can do that for you too. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. There are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of that car to you is now a fair price. Well, Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle that they can stand behind. They're completely inspected and clean. The new car smell is gone from some of them, but you know that you're getting a car that will work for you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales has a lot full of vehicles that might be perfect for you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPNUP.com just got a makeover. Get on the web and check out the new look of our website. It's now easier than ever to see the latest local sports news. Catch up on episodes of the Sports Pen and listen to past Westwood Patriot games. See it for yourself at ESPNUP.com. Your new and improved source for all things UP sports.
It's time for kickoff on your home for Westwood Patriots football. ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. Be a part of the conversation about high school sports. Grab your cell phone and follow the MHSAA on Twitter at MHSAA. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram for tournament in-game updates, event announcements, and high school sports news around the state year-round. You can connect with the MHSAA today. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. to Calumet, Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call as we get set for high school playoff football around the great state of Michigan. Westwood taking on the Copper Kings of Calumet. Two teams that met during the regular season, a 14-12 victory uh, for Calumet back on September 7th. Westwood trying to get revenge and trying to punch their ticket to the district final on uh, Friday night against either Traverse City St. Francis or Elk Rapids. We are ready for football. Hope you are too at Agassiz Field here in Calumet, Michigan. Uh, so Dave Bowes once again on the call with us. And the weather, you know, it's not super. It's about 43 degrees. It's football weather. Yeah, it's football and weather. It's better than we thought maybe we were going to see. You know, we thought we were going to see a, a definite downpour, um, you know, based on the weather on the way up here. I don't know what it looks like for you, Tanner, but it's, it's not that great between home and here right now. So um, I thought we were going to see, uh, you know, worse weather conditions than this. And, uh, you know, the field eh, looks a lot similar to the Westwood High School field in that it looks like it has been played on this year, you know. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. The Patriots and the Copper Kings in their huddles, ready to go over final instructions. The Pats, coached by Scott Sergela in his fourth season. He's assisted by Brad Wilgenden, Mitch Messing, Bobby Zulke, Scott Mann, and Seth Tackman. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, Calumet, coached by John Crows, assisted by Mike Ojala, Troy Roeder, Josh Frandity, and Frank Bonacorsi. Well, we're ready to get things kicked off. Westwood is going to be receiving the opening kickoff, donning the traveling white uniforms with red numerals supplemented by Navy and red helmets. And you've got Calumet wearing their home royal blues with matching pants. They are supplemented by silver helmets. They will be kicking off from our right to left on your uh, radio. Check that. Westwood's going to be kicking off. It looks like Westwood's got it teed up, ready to go. And it's Eric Anderson to do the honors. So Anderson and the Patriots will be going from our left to right across the radio dial. The right-footed kicker approaches, sends a low line drive kick that bounces into the hands of a uh, Copper King return man who's probably brought down just shy of the 40. And it's first down and 10 for the Copper Kings. Adam Heitman came up and made the tackle on special teams. Will Twardzik on the return for Calumet. Heitman and Mary Yusa get in on the tackle there. 
Here comes Calumet boasting their unbeaten offense this season that has posted 313 points in nine games. Their quarterback by Brent Locus. His backfield consists of Travis Ojala and Trevor Hendrickson, Nick Jerf, and Matt Ojala are the wideouts. And the tight end is Brandon Antia. We'll have the offensive line after this. Two-man backfield. One out wide on the play. There's a turn and a pitch to Ojala running to the right oh. side, and he's stacked up and next for a loss behind the 35. Doing his job out there, Adriano sniffing that out right away. Just a quick pitch. Adriano was all over it. The offensive line for Calumet. The center is Drew Bjorn. The guards, Josh Vandenberg and Ethan Newman. Dan Tarnowski and Alex Studebaker are the tackles. Westwood defense looks like this. The bookends, Sam Gillis and Hayden Mann. The tackles are Blake Hewitt and Jackson Midland. The linebackers, outside, it's Jacob Adriano and Eric Anderson. They're centered by Ashton Bergman and Garrett Mann. The corners are Taylor Delangelo and Chad Pullman. Nathan Beckman is the safety. Second down and long. High formation. Here's a turn and a handoff running hard at the middle. The fullback, Hendrickson, he gets across the 40. And he gains about five yards to set up third and long. Yeah, he got, it. he got back that three-yard loss and then some, and almost maybe a six-yard gain on that run. Looks like about third and seven now. Westwood has Calumet where they want him as far as third and long. Again, neither team particularly passes the ball too terribly often. They want to have long, time-consuming possessions. They want to keep the defense on the field. <laughs> yeah, lots, a lot of similarities between the two teams and how they run here. One out wide of the play. That's Matt Ochoa lines up to the near side of the field. There's a turn, rolling out. Now tucking the run at Locust, looking for the first down. He comes up short. It was Adriano who came up to make the tackle once he checked that. It's Zach Nimi, 88 rather than 85, who came up to make the tackle. Nimi and Beckman got him there. Still a pretty good gain on the play. Fourth down at about midfield. But it looks like the Copper Kings are going to be comfortable to play the uh, field position game with them and looks like they're going to punt. Yeah, Matt Ojala, all-conference punter, is out there. Averages about 40 yards per punt. And this crowd is definite. Snap is good. And the boot is away from Ojala. It's a good one. Delangelo just gets away from it, lets it bounce, and it goes out of bounds inside the 25-yard line. Matt Ojala is an athlete, a first-team all-conference player, is a running back, a linebacker, and a punter. He did it in all three facets of the game. So here comes Westwood, taking the field on offense for the first time, quarterbacked by Nathan Beckman, Ashton Bergman, the lone setback, Taylor Delangelo, Chad Pullman, the wideouts, the two tight ends, Eric Anderson and Jacob Adriano, the Westwood moving crew centered by Matt Pavo, the guards are Hayden Mann and Jackson Midland, Sam Gillis and Blake Hewitt are the tackles. We'll set the Calumet defense after this. Shotgun formation for Beckman. He's got Bergman a step to his left. Nobody out wide in the play. Two tight ends. A direct snap to Bergman. Wildcat action goes up the middle, and he gains about five. And maybe second effort could have got him a little more. Pretty good gain on first down and ten. Looks like five. They bring up second and five. 9.30 left to play opening quarter. Here come the Patriots looking to move the football, establish themselves here early. No mystery there. Just going to run ice and slant and see where it gets them. One out wide in the play. That's Adam Heitman lined up to the far side of the field. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Takes a snap. And it's a reverse to Eric Anderson coming around from the end. He's stacked up. It looks like he has the first down, though. The 
depending on the spot, that should move the sticks for Westwood. Well, maybe not. Yeah, it's gonna gonna end up being short. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were both looking at the wrong line. Yeah, yeah. that was probably only a one yard game. Westwood faced with a third down and manageable. Yeah, you met coming out in a four four defense. Shotgun formation for Westwood. Beckman with Bergman a step to his right. Tight end near side, Adriano Beckman, QB keeper, running to the outside, close to the first down marker, brought down by the safety, Locus. And the spot looks like he has it. It is going to be close. Refs are signaling to move the sticks, and they do. Well, first down run of four yards for Beckman. Here's how Calumet looks defensively. The defensive tackles, Jaden Girippi and Alex Studebaker. Josh Vandenberg and Jared Royala, the defensive ends. The outside linebackers, Travis Ojala and Will Twardnick. Inside linebackers, Trevor Hendrickson and Kale Antila. The corners are Matt Ojala and Sam Urkula, and Brent Locus is the safety. First down and 10 for Westwood. Shotgun formation. Beckman with Bergman a step to his left. Direct snap goes to Bergman. He goes right up the middle, and he just puts the shoulder down and rumbles forward for close to a first down. Nice game. Looks like about an eight, nine-yard game. Gets it out to the 43-yard line, we'll call it. Westwood moving the football. There's a good battle out there. Jaden Garippi and uh, Sam Gillis going after each other out there. Those are two big boys getting after each other. Gillis, the Westpac Copper Division Lineman of the Year. Shotgun formation, double tight end set. Nobody out wide, direct snap. Bergman again, same play. Puts the shoulder down, has enough for the first down. And he stacked up just shy of midfield and thrown backwards. Gain of five for Bergman. Good enough to move the sticks. And the crowd is absolutely deafening. A, West, a Westwood contingent right in front of us. And Dave, you got to love this. If you're a player, you feed off this energy. Yeah, that is, that is audible on the field at that volume level, that's for sure. Ball spotted at the 49, so it's a gain of six officially. First and 10 for Westwood, moving the football, 7.20 to play opening quarter. There is no score. Calumet showing blitz defensively. They have five down linemen, and this whistle will blow the play dead as they were looking to do an end around with Delangelo. Indication is false start against Westwood. I'm not sure who was in motion there. I didn't quite pick it up. I don't think it was Delangelo, but no, Scott Sergilet doesn't know either. Off the sideline, he gives the play call to Nate Beckman to relay it in. So that backs Westwood up to the 44, first and 15. You don't want first and 15 against this Calumet no. defense. I'll say that. You know, 10 has been tough enough to get in uh, four plays. Well, both these teams like to ground and pound, so getting them in third and long is essential, and it really could come down to limiting penalties. Honestly, that is what you need to sustain drives. Neither of these teams can afford to get in third and long, and now another whistle. This time, it's a timeout. Scott Sergila takes it. It's the first of the game for either team. Westwood Patriot football on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app brought to you by Dave's Collision. Make the right choice and choose Dave's. They are at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. 
The Orkin Zolke Funeral Home supports athletes, cheerleaders, bands, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And for a higher level of service, look to the UP Catholic Credit Union. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette support the players and coaches in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood at Super One Foods. Well, Westwood with a first down and 15 at their own 44. 6.53 to play here in this opening quarter. Dave, I don't think we're going to see too many passes tonight. It could be sunny and 75, or it could be damp, wet, and 43 <laughs> like it is. Neither of these teams known for passing. They're going to ground and pound, make your defense tired, and keep them out there on the field. Yeah, they're not going to uh, pass the ball unless they absolutely have to or to just keep you honest, so to speak, in uh, different uh, situations just to just to make sure you, you the other team knows that you can <laughs> Here come the Patriots out of the timeout on first and 15. Ball spot at their own 44. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman in the backfield a step to his quarterback's left. Double tight end set. QB option. Beckman designed QB. Run has enough for the first down to the 50. Excuse me. He got back to the original line of scrimmage. Back to the 50. So a gain of about six to bring up second and nine. Ball right at midfield. Now yeah, even you got excited there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, uh, wrong dial-a-down yeah. marker. <laughs> you, you got excited on that. Six and a half minute mark in quarter number one. Game moving right along, still scoreless. Expect that clock to roll. Not a whole lot of pass. What's the over/under on ten combined pass attempts tonight? <laughs> well, I'm taking the under all day long on that. Yeah. Shotgun formation on second and nine. Direct snap to Bergman using his blocker. Great block by his quarterback Beckman, and Bergman dives forward for a five-yard gain. <laughs> At the 45, I think as long as they're getting this kind of production out of the out of the running game, you're you're not going to see them. They're, you're grinding the clock away, possessing the ball. Brings up third and four. Ball at the 45-yard line of Calumet. Copper Kings undefeated, finishing off a 9-0 regular season, their first since 1996. One of those victories came on September 7th over Westwood 14-12. The Pats looking for revenge in the playoffs. Third down and four. 4-4 four, four defense for Calumet. Direct snap to Bergman running to the right side, diving near the first down marker. It's all going to depend on the spot. He's very close. No signal yet. He was stacked up and thrown backwards. We'll see where forward progress marks him. They're giving him the first down. They're moving the sticks. Now there's Bergman again. We saw that a lot of last week in Nagani, just falling forward all the time. Big body just forces you to try and stop him. Bergman, another all-conference player on both sides of the ball. Did so as a fullback and a linebacker. A unanimous selection as the latter. Between these two teams, they feature 19 different players who got some form of all-conference accolade. Shotgun formation for Beckman. A wingback lines up to the right side. Beckman running off tackle to the left side. Has a block and is brought down for a gain of close to six. And right now, Westwood is running ice to perfection. Time and time again, we see it, Dave. It's not a complicated offense. It's just, here's what we're going to do. Try and stop it. 4.36 left to go in quarter number one. Westwood driving. Ball spot at the 39. Second and four coming up. Scoreless ball game. The Pats defense forced a three and out to start this contest. Now they're marching toward the end zone. 
Double tight end set. Adriano lines up to the near side. Nobody out wide. Shotgun formation. Direct snap goes to Bergman. Running off tackle. Juking to the left side. Has his feet chopped out from underneath him for a short gain. And it brings up third and about three. Boy, nice tackle. It was hard to see by all the blue shirts that were in there. I didn't quite see who came up and made the hit, but he, he got low and was able to upend Bergman. I think it was the outside linebacker Twardzik. He was coming up from the bottom of the pile. Able to uh, able to stop Bergman's momentum there by getting low, and uh, that's what you got to do. Bergman. Moving right along here in the opening quarter, 345 clock rolling. Westwood faced with a third down and four. If you call you, Matt, you got to bring the heat right here, don't you? you got to find a way to get in that backfield, try and disrupt this rhythm that uh, it looks like the Patriots are in. Garrett Mann in offensively, lines up as a wingback to the left side. Double tight end set. Beckman, QB keeper. He's stacked up near the line and thrown backwards. No gain, and it brings up fourth and four. Stout move by the Calumet defense right there. So Westwood faced with fourth down at the 34-yard line. Offense is staying on the field. Yeah, Lock rolling. I don't think there was a doubt there. Neither team a big, uh, real punt-oriented when it comes to uh, being this far into opponent's territory. These two teams are good enough, and this is too big of a game where if you're on the other side of the 50, the offense is staying on you're, the field. You're, you're staying. You're, you're going. Somebody's got to make a play. Rock rolling 245 left to play in a scoreless first quarter. Westwood visiting Calumet. Fourth down and four for the pass. Shotgun formation. Direct snap goes to Bergman running up the middle. He dives forward and has the first down to the 30. Ooh, big play by the Patriots right there to keep it keep it moving, get a fresh set of downs. Studebaker came up to oh, make the stop. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Everybody in the stadium thought it was a first down. I don't know now. Now that I see it, we're going to pull this up for a measurement. Everybody in this stadium thought that was a first down carry, but yeah, it looked like he was not a good spot. No, it looked like he was over the line from here, but maybe that knee was down. Sticks come out to measure, and we'll have the official ruling shortly. And they do move the sticks. <laughs> so, despite the spot, the officials tell us what we already know, and it's a fresh set of downs for the Patriots at the 31. Patriots keep the drive moving into Copper King territory. First and 10 at the 31. Westwood brought all the noisemakers up from Ishpeming. The Bubazelas in the crowd. You've got the cowbells. The Westwood flag. I love it. Good student section made the trip up. And there is a contingent standing, lining around the track. It is a packed house here in Calumet. Shotgun formation on first and ten. Man in motion. That is Anderson, the wing back to the right. Direct snap. Bergman makes a man miss. Cuts out to the left side. He's still on his feet and has enough for the first down before being forced out of bounds inside the 20. There's just so many weapons you got to watch on this team. It's so many formations they can come out of. And finally there you see Beckman uh, getting it off to Bergman. Bergman getting the edge when it looks like it's going to be up the middle again. Antilla, one of the inside linebackers, came on the blitz. And Beckman is so slippery, just eludes him. He's so, so quick and agile for his size. He just makes guys do things like that. A gain of 11 officially. First down and 10, ball spot at the 20. Clock rolling, two-minute mark in quarter number one. Bergman, the ball carrier again. That time he's stacked up near the line. Still fights forward for maybe a yard or two after contact. Brings up second and long. 
right now, Calumet trying to key in on number 34. And, Dave, that's what Scott Surgilla likes to do. He'll lull you to sleep, and then he's going to burn you with somebody else. Yeah, definitely, you know. And, and you know, the discipline is you got to watch 34 because at any given play, he can go to the house with it. Big kid, lots of momentum, but good speed as well. Officially a gain of one for Bergman. Brings up second down and nine from the 19. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Has not attempted to throw the ball tonight. Has a need to. Direct snap goes to Bergman. Off tackle, stacked up and brought down near the 15. And it brings up third manageable. So if Calumet has a stop. No, no, there's a holding. They do have a holding. Boy, it was tough with that glare to even see a flag was out. We'll see where they are to mark off this penalty. Yeah, you talked about penalties and how key it is in a game like this, and there's a big one right there. And now we're getting the official call, and it is holding against Westwood. Get yourself down in the red zone. That's going to make it second and about 20. Instead of third and five, second and a mile. Westwood, again, doesn't want to throw the football if they don't have to. They want to be a ground-and-pound offense. Two costly penalties here on this opening drive for Westwood. Here come Delangelo and Pullman, though. So that is, if there's a set where you're going to throw in, that's is going to be it right here. Pullman in the ball game. He spells Zach Nemi. Westwood Patriot postseason football this evening on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. Tanner Hoops Day bows on the call. Clock continues to roll. Under one minute to play in the scoreless opening quarter. One wide out on the play. Make that two now. Yeah, he had, Beckman had to burn a timeout. Yep. That took too much time. Different package went in, and it just took too much time. Time was dwindling down. Beckman had to burn a timeout. Otherwise, they were going to get another penalty. The only wide out on the play originally was the tight end Adriano split out wide, and then Eric Anderson decided to go out wide as well. And Beckman, with a little confusion, decided to take the snap rather than delay of game or any type of uh, offsides, confusion, what have you. So with that, 44 seconds left. Westwood faced with a second and 19. Ball at the 29-yard line. A scoreless football game in this first quarter. The two teams met back on September 7th here. Calumet won 14-12. Westwood, though, held the Copper Kings to 80 yards rushing. And I talked with Coach John Crows earlier today, and he says you look simply at the numbers, and you would have thought Westwood would have won that football game. They played well enough to win, Dave. And unfortunately for them, a few breaks just didn't go their way. Yeah, and that's a, that's a game that John Crows will hang around in. And if you let John Crows hang around in the game and his team hang around in the game, he's going to get you in the end. He's shown that year after year uh, as the Copper Kings uh, captain up here. So here comes Westwood once again. Calumet with just 53 points allowed in nine games this year. Best defensive margin in school history. Westwood hasn't been scored on since September the 14th. Second down and 19 out of the timeout. Two out wide in the play. Adriano, the tight end, split right. Back to pass Beckman, rolling to his right. Stepping up, now he's going to tuck it, run the football and dives forward. And he gets across the 25 for a medium gain, and it brings up third and long. Yeah, maybe a game of about five there, I'd say. It did spread the whole field out with those receivers out wide. Third, and we'll call it nine. Westwood doesn't have to run another play in this first quarter if they don't want to. Clock continues to roll, 17, 16, ticking down. Just the second time these two schools have ever met in the varsity football field. 
Second time in as many months this season. Two-man backfield. Beckman under center gets a playoff. Dropping back to pass. Pump fake. Stepping up. Evades the pressure. Now looking with nobody open. Going to tuck it. Run it. Diving near the first down marker. Nope. That's still, that's yep. still the original line. Yep, that's right. <laughs> well, he got back toward the original line. And it's going to bring up fourth down and ten to start the second quarter. We are through one, and we're scoreless here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. We have more Westwood Patriot postseason football after this. Stick with us here on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks and it's the kind of break where your insurance is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call a timeout. Your agent or billing network may want to choose where to get it fixed, but you should know that you have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto of Ishpeming. And why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will even come to you to make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, US 41, Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Alumad Tanner Hoops along with Dave Bowes on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP mobile app. Westwood is faced with a fourth down and 12. They are spotted at the 21-yard line driving in Calumet territory. But two costly penalties have set the Patriots back in this drive, one of them coming in this last series. So Westwood's got to find a way to make some magic happen. Again, field goal's not an option with this team. They don't have a true kicker. So you got to go for it. Basically, anytime you're on the opponent's side of the 50, Westwood trying to do just that. And Calumet hoping that, aided by a penalty, their defense can come up with a crucial stop. Here comes Beckman in the offense. Fourth down and 12. Start of the second quarter. Shotgun formation. Nobody out wide on the play. Bergman a step to the right of his quarterback, Beckman. Now a man in motion. Beckman taking the snap, dropping back, looking left, firing that way. It's caught. It's Adriano, and he's forced out of bounds around the 15-yard line. Doesn't look like enough for the first down, and it's not. So the pass complete for six yards. No, I thought that was well covered by the uh, Copper Kings. Good good play execution, but just too well covered by the Copper Kings. And Calumet takes over deep in their own territory. Their defense bending but not breaking. First and ten at their own 15. Scoreless ball game just underway in the second quarter. Winner is on to the district final next Friday night against the winner of Traverse City St. Francis, second ranked in the state, number one in this district and the number four seed, Elk Rapids. I formation, Locust working under center. He turns and pitches. Ojula trying to bust free to the right side. He's wrapped up and thrown down for no gain. Hewitt in there on the stop, along with Mimi. Garrett Mann from his linebacker position as well. Yeah, sophomore really is, uh, has gone to school this year, Garrett Mann, and he's, uh, he's really picked up his game. You heard Coach Sergila allude to that in the pregame. Uh, you know, m- making his reads a lot quicker decisions uh, from the linebacking spot, and that was your, certainly what you would expect out of that, but a, but a very good athlete. Blake Hewitt, one of the interior linemen, he's out there along with Jackson Bidlin. 
High formation. Locust working under center. He turns and fires a bubble screen to the left side. That's caught. That's a big first down. And finally forced out of bounds near the 30 by the corner. Pullman. Just a little uh, block with twin receivers out to the left side. They do a screen. They get a block at the line of scrimmage to jar him free. And then he breaks it for about a 15-yard gain. Oh, and it looked like uh, it looked like Eric Anderson, who was the linebacker on the other side, spotted it. You could see he was yelling out and pointing. I think he's seen enough film where he knew that was going to happen. It was just going away from him. Two corners on the play are Zach Nemi and Chad Pullman out there right now for Westwood. Zach Beckman, uh, Nate Beckman, I should say, the safety. High formation, the crowd to a deafening roar. Here's a turn, fake handoff, and a quarterback sack. That play never got going from the start. Jackson Bidlin blows it up and breaks through. Him along with Sam Gillis, the conference lineman of the year, come up to make the stop. Boy, they smelled that out uh, right away. A loss of two back to the 27, brings up second and 12. This is what you got to do. Get them in second long, third and long situations. Force them to throw the football. You got to force them to go north and south. Travis Ojala, the conference offensive player of the year, back in the ball game now. Runs for about 200 yards on everybody, but Westwood held him to 13 in their meeting here last month. And now we get a whistle before the play, and a timeout is called. Good. Lucas was hot about something. <laughs> He called that time out. He wasn't happy at all. Well, Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, sweatshirts, sweats, uh, hoodies, and more with the logo of your favorite school. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows that there's some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is now yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto sales look for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. And get active, be active, stay active. Visit Active Physical Therapy with offices in Marquette, Ishpeming, and now Nagani. Visit us at stayactiveup.com for more information. So here's the scene, 10-02 to play in half number one. We have a scoreless football game, and Westwood, with a QB sack, forces a second and 12 from the 27-yard line. Calumet has one first down. That came on a bubble screen. They turned upfield for about a 15-yard gain. Westwood has looked good defensively so far, and offensively they get in the red zone, but penalties end up being an issue. Out of the timeout, there's two out wide for Calumet. Matt Ogilene, their top wide receiver, did not play against Westwood in the September 7th meeting. He's lined up wide to the right side. Coleman draws him. Back to pass. Locust looking, steps up, fires a deep ball across the middle. It's overthrown, intended for Travis Ogilene, who was sneakily coming out of the backfield, and he had his man beat. The pass just went over top of his head. Boy, but it was close. That was almost uh, six right there for the Copper Kings. He just put a little bit too much on it. Ojale, even with all that speed, couldn't quite run under it. That's Ojale in the pregame saying that we have to stop the big play. That's what killed us last time when we came up here in September. Westwood trying to change the tide this evening. They have a third and long. Got to be dialing up the blitz here, don't you think? You got to get some pressure on him. You can't give uh, can't give Lucas time to throw the ball. He cuts you up. One out wide in the play. Lucas back to pass, stepping up, puts up a deep ball down the right sideline. It is batted away, incomplete. No flags. Boy, good position by Pullman. 
you got to give that to Coleman. He put his body in between the receiver. We saw some of that last week when he was covering Duchesne down in Degani, and he almost had a shot at that. He was able to knock it down, but he almost caught it. That time, the ball was underthrown by Locus. His receiver, Ojala, had to turn around and try to adjust to the ball. It gave time for the corner Pullman to camp underneath it. So fourth down and 12. Calumet set to punt away from their own 27-yard line. Ojala, all-conference punter to do so. And he gets a boot into this one. Returnable for Delangelo. He lets it go away. Gets away from it and decides to play it on a bounce. Nick Jerf is there to down it inside the 35-yard line. Point no surprises. Yeah, tick, tick, tick. Yep. Defensive game like we thought we would see. Good starting field position for Westwood here on this drive. Visual spot will be the 32. So the Pats taken over for the second time in this game. Marched it down to the Calumet 15-yard line in their opening drive, but could not score. A couple of costly penalties hurt them. This game is going to be all about field position and time of possession. You can't do anything to hurt your standing, and penalties certainly qualify. One out wide on the play. Lone receiver is heightening, lined up to the far side of the field. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Man in motion. That's Garrett Mann. Taking the snap. Rolling out to the right side. Looking to tuck and run. Now he's going to throw it. Instead, he fires. He's got a man. Oh, it's incomplete. He dropped it. Had it, and then as he hit the ground, it slipped out. Boy, he, he had he had Heitman on that. The ball got to imagine a little slippery. Wet conditions up here. Not currently raining, but the field's still a little bit wet. A soggy evening It's a good way to put it. 43 degrees at game time. Temperature, though, dropping. We're nice and toasty in here, though, Dave. This is nice. Got the heater going. That thing cranking out some serious heat. Yeah, we thought we were going to be on the roof to begin with here. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to think of ways to cover the equipment. <laughs> One out wide on the play. That's heightening. He lines up to the near side, nearest the Calumet sideline. Shotgun formation. Now heightening in motion. Lines up to the far side of the field. Double tight end set, a wing back, Garrett Mann lining up to the far side. Direct snap, it's Beckman rolling out. It's a design QB run, and he has at least five. He has ten as he dives forward across the 40. Yeah, I don't think they quite uh, had a good uh, beat on how fast Beckman can move there mm -hmm. because uh, they had a they could have taken a better angle of that, I think, to cut Nathan off, but Nathan was just able to get to the corner. He got out of bounds, stopping the clock with 9.37 to play. Fresh set of downs for the Pats. They have the ball spotted at the 43, quickly moving the football once again. Scoreless ball game here in this district semifinal. Winner on to the district finals next Friday night. Other side of the district, Traverse City, St. Francis, and Elk Rapids. Direct snap to Bergman, and he bursts forward across midfield and has a first down. Boy, about seven of those ten yards came after contact. I, I would say most of that came after contact. That was all Aston Bergman right there. Such a big, strong kid and so much fun to watch. Just puts the shoulder down, challenges you to stop him. Just keeping the legs moving. Nine-minute mark here in half number one, scoreless ball game. Again, these two teams tout stellar defenses. Shotgun formation, one wide near side, heightening, direct snap Bergman, same play, going up the middle across the 45 and dives forward. Gain of close to five on first down for the senior fullback. 
clock continues to roll. Alex Studebaker came up to make the stop for the Copper Kings. Westwood has not been scored upon since September 14th. Calumet with just 53 points allowed in nine games this year. Arguably their best defense in school history. It's the second time the two teams are ever meeting. They both come in the 2018 season. Calumet back in the postseason for the 13th time last 14 years as Bergman goes up the middle, dives forward for two or three, and it brings up third and short. I think everybody would agree that these teams need to meet more. Yeah. It's going to produce games like this. It's... And now as conference opponents, it's more likely that we're going to see games like this. They battled each other so far this season through, what, a little over five quarters. 14-12 win for the Copper Kings here on September 7th. A scoreless ball game in the second quarter tonight. Third down and four. Ball at the Calumet 41. Beckman in the shotgun. Chad Pullman split to the right side. He's alone wide out on the play. Shotgun formation. Man in motion. The wing back man. Back to pass. Beckman stepping up. Blitz fires. First down. Quick slant. If he caught it, did he hang on to it? Looks like he, he did. did catch it. Boy, it looked like he slipped as before the ball got there, but Pullman, you got to give him credit, still grabbed the ball. Chad Pullman with the catch is good enough to move the sticks on the quick slant. I think he was trying to cut. Yeah, I think Pullman was adjusting to the ball, and he went down. Field <laughs> slippery. Yeah. On the way down, he caught it. <laughs> he was in the right place the right time when he took his tumble, and it's a first down for the Pats. Ball at the 35, first down and 10, the red, white, and blue moving the football. Shotgun formation. Pullman, the lone receiver, split left. And in motion, the tight end, Adriano, lines up to the left side. Back to pass. Beckman, after taking the snap, fires incomplete. A quick slant to the left side. He was looking for his wingback man. And it brings up second and 10 with 6.53 to play in the quarter. forget to tune in to tomorrow's Saturday morning coaches show here from Scott Sergela as well as Jeff Olson, Dion Brown. The latter squads are meeting each other tonight over in Ishpeming as the model towners look for revenge trying to knock off Ishpeming and end their unbeaten season in the first round of district play. Get the reaction from all coaches tomorrow morning at 9 here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. Shotgun formation, second and ten. Direct snap goes to Bergman, running off tackle to the right side, dives forward for close to five yards, and it brings up third and manageable. Boy, Bergman's first step there, he almost went down. You know, there's some spots on this field out here, a little slippery. This is a late, late season uh, Westpac field. It's going to be beat up in the middle for sure, and uh, the Calumet field is showing that. Some laundry, that's going to have to be done tonight, particularly for Westwood wearing the traveling whites. Third down and six. Ball spotted at the 31. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Takes a snap, rolling out to the left side. He's going to tuck it, run it, and he's hit on the safety blitz by Locust. He took a shot up near the helmet area and goes down short of the first down marker. Gain maybe two as we hit the six-minute mark. Boy, Locust with a big stick right there. Yeah. That was some bodies coming together there. Score update from Ishpeming. The Amatites leading Gwynn 16-0 with six minutes to play in the opening quarter. 
And the Tides looking to continue with their unbeaten season. That includes a victory over Westwood 44-36 back on September 14th. Shotgun formation, one out wide to the far side of the field. Bergman a step to the right of his QB. Design QB run for Beckman going up the middle. He dives forward near the 25-yard line, close to the first down marker. Looks like he's just short. They may bring this uh, out for a measurement. Based on the spot, yeah, he's short. As it looks. It's hard to see with the sticks on that side of the field. Nope. It's in the hole. Wow. They're calling it from the sideline. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, he's gonna get a he's gonna get a measurement here. They were they were calling that Calumet ball. Yeah. They were calling that a turnover on downs. Scott Sergilo was incredulous out near the uh, hash marks on the field, trying to get the officials to at least do a measurement. It's gotta be close. Ball spotted at the 26-yard line. 524 left to play here in quarter number two, and now the sticks do come out to measure. And both teams huddling around the first short. Yeah. It's short, and it is first down Calumet. Their defense once again with a stop inside their 30. So they take over first and 10 at the 25. 524 to play in half number one, a scoreless ball game, and a good one between Westwood and Calumet. So here comes the Copper King defense. They picked up one first down, but they've had to punt twice. High formation for Locus. Nobody out wide. The knee back is Ojala, but it's the fullback Hendrickson who goes up the middle, and the play is blown dead. Full start is going to be called against Calumet. Once again, the Westwood faithful. This crowd is deafening. They're right in front of our broadcast position, and that's a good sound, Dave. I know it, uh, it definitely gets in the headsets and rings, but it's a sweet sound. Backs them up to the 20-yard line. First down and 15 for Calumet. Well, Patriots traveling well like they, they did do. in the playoffs last year. Traveling well. 5-0-1 left to play here in quarter number two. High formation for Locust. One out wide on the play. Lines up to the near side of the field. Handoff to Ojala going up the middle. And he dives forward for two or three. And it brings up second down and will call 12. Clock continuing to roll. Ojala once again held to just 13 yards rushing when the two teams met last month. Under five minutes to play in the opening half. Scoreless ball game here on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP app. Tanner Hoops and Dave Bowes on the call. High formation. Locust working under center. Locust turns and fakes the handoff. He keeps it himself and weaves his way through traffic before diving forward near the 20, make that 30-yard line. Oh, we'll call it the 25, 25 is where he's at. Not unlike Scott Sergula, you get the sense that Coach Crow is setting everybody up for something right here. Got to stay at home and be disciplined, alert on every single play. Do your job. Yep. Can't let the big play kill you. Do your job. 419 left to play, half number one clock rolling, third and long for Calumet. 
All spot at their own 25. They're back to the original line of scrimmage after the false start penalty on first down. I just wonder if he's trying to get people looking into that backfield and uh, see Lucas just pick one up and chuck it here. Travis Ojala, the deep back. Yeah, here it is. Focus back to pass, putting up a deep ball for Matt Ojala and overthrew him. He had his corner beat, and he just couldn't put the biscuit in the basket. Brings up fourth and ten, and Ojala's going to have to punt it away for the third time tonight. A couple of times, Matt Ojala has gotten behind his defender, and Locus has just overthrown him. Yeah, he looked like he just ran back and threw that one. That was a, as hard as he could throw it. Taylor Delangelo back deep to receive the punt. 3.54 to play here in the first half. Ojala, all-conference first-team punter, takes the high snap, has to leap to get it away, and still gets off a pretty good punt. Delangelo calls, uh, he gets it, and he stacked up immediately. Looked like he was going to call for the fair catch, decide to try to make a run at it instead, and has no return as he's brought down to the 44. But still, good starting field position for Westwood. Yeah, best, best field position the Patriots have had. Westwood has gotten long drives that have ended at the Calumet 15 and 26-yard lines. They start at their own 44, and they've got 344 left to work with in this first half. Scoreless ball game. Postseason football getting started all across the state of Michigan. Westwood, Calumet trying to punch their ticket to the second round. Westwood looking to get back to the district final for the second straight year. Fifth consecutive postseason appearance for the Copper Kings. They're 13th in the last 14 years. Shotgun formation with a man in motion, that's Madge. Beckman takes a snap, rolling to his right, looking for an option to throw to. Steps up, puts up a deep ball down the right sideline, overthrew him, incomplete. Well covered by the corner, Matt Ojala. Ojala and uh, Pullman were running step for step. you got to give it to Ojala there. He, he was all over Pullman on that play. Second and 10, 3.37 to play, first half. Coming up, we will break this first half down for you. Maybe look ahead to the second half. That's all coming up at halftime here on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. Boy, what a quick half. Yeah, 3.37 to go in the first half. What happens when you run the football the way these two teams do? Ground and pound. Yeah, 0-0 and just grinding. About as exciting of a 0-0 game as you'll find. Shotgun formation. One wide out to the near side. Direct snap. Bergman tripped on his own feet and falls short. Yeah, he might have got back to the line of scrimmage. It's close, but he looked like he just slipped and fell. Studebaker comes up. He'll get credit for the tackle. Closes man to him. Him along with Twardzik. No gain on the play. Brings up third and ten from the 44. So, Dave, they've got this excellent starting field position. Just haven't been able to do anything with it two plays in. Now you wonder if you'll see that rollout from Beckman here. Try and put something in the air. Shotgun formation. Pullman, the lone receiver, he split left. Bergman a step to the right of his quarterback, Beckman. Takes a snap. QB option. Going up the middle. Stacked up by Studebaker. Nothing there as he's thrown backwards after a one-yard gain. Calumet's defense with their best series of the night. And they still have plenty of time if they want to use a timeout and try to get the ball back. And that looks like exactly what they're doing. They stop the clock with 2.41 to play. 
So Westwood is going to have to punt the ball away for the first time tonight. Ball at their own 45-yard line, fourth down and four. Calumet got the stop they were looking for. Well, for a higher level of service, look to the UP Catholic Credit Union. Super One Food and the Ghani Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. And True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of the players, coaches, cheerleaders, band, friends, and family who are cheering on their team. Good luck. We are scoreless here in Calumet. Tanner Hoops along with Dave Bowes on the call. Fourth down and four coming up for Westwood. Calumet back on the field, and they've got the punt return personnel there. The deep fourth, back is Locus. Fourth and nine. Fourth and nine, beg your yeah, pardon. Fourth and nine. 241 left to go in the first half. Punt unit on for Westwood. I don't know that we've seen the punt units in a while. It's been a long time. <laughs> that makes you think, though. You wonder about snaps and uh, so on. Snap is good. Jacob Adriano gets this one away. Locus around it. Just falls on top of it and then takes a shot from Sam Gillis. And Calumet's looking for a flag. No, well, he was taking his time uh, down in the yes, punt, so Gillis didn't know what to do. So Gillis went after the ball. Locust decided to get on top of it, and if that was by design, that's a smart football play on Locust's part. Just kind of bait him and see if maybe you can get a get a unnecessary roughness call or what have you. So ball spot at the 21-yard line, first and 10 for Calumet. They have 2.32 left to work with. Scoreless ball game. High formation for Locust. It works under center. One wide to the near side of the field. Handoff, Ojala running hard to the right. Puts the shoulder down, but he's met and dropped for a short gain by Chad Pullman. Oh, Pullman coming up field. <laughs> he saw it was a run. He oh, left his man. He was defending on the corner. Comes up and makes the stick. It's a three-yard gain to the 24. He gives away in size. He makes up for it in just determination. Pullman came up and delivered a shot. One wide out, lines up to the far side of the field. That's Matt Ojala, two-minute mark here in quarter number two. High formation working under center. Here's an option for Locust. Looking for a man, he decides to keep it himself, and he's stacked up near the line. Maybe he got a yard or two after, uh, based on the spot, after contact. Nonetheless, brings up third. We'll call it a long five. Minute 43, clock rolling. Ball spot at the 27th. Nick Jerf brings in the play call from the sideline. Final 90 seconds of quarter number two. Westwood looking for a stop, scoreless ball game. I formation. Back to pass. Locus looking slant, caught. Ojala on the right side, diving forward. He stacked First up down. and brought down. First down, though. Eric Anderson, the linebacker, along with Pullman, make the stop, but not before he gets enough needed to move the sticks. The drive continues for the Kings with a minute 16 to play. Second or third first down they've got? Yeah. And number two I have in my book. First down and 10 at the 35. Clock rolling. Just over a minute to play. And Locust turns. It's an end around. Going to the outside. Ojala looking for a block. He stacked up and brought down just shy of the 40. Under a minute to play. And Calumet burns another timeout. 
59 seconds left to go in quarter number two, a scoreless ball game. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of that car is now yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales look for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Make the right choice. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, and stay active. Active physical therapy with offices in Marquette, Ishpeming, and now Nagani. Visit us at stayactiveup.com for more information. And Ishpeming Concrete and Moyle Trucking solidly behind the Westwood Patriots. Good luck in the playoffs. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call tonight. Postseason football from Calumet, Michigan. And 59 seconds remain in the first half of a scoreless ball game. This one's been all it was designed to be, Dave. It is a... Uh, so far, a barn burn. It's about as exciting as you'll get out of a scoreless game. Yeah, just both coaches right now happy to happy to play uh, field position. Uh, right now, good use of the timeouts here by Coach Crows for the Copper Kings to try and get something going here. Second down and six, ball at their own 39. Under a minute to play first half. Locust back to pass. pass, stepping up. Blitz, he's oh. dropped in the backfield. Big Lake Hewitt. Lake Hewitt. Blake Hewitt is so strong, he got one hand out. He was being blocked, he got one hand out, and he was able to take Lucas to the ground. And he had the Ojala twins well downfield. It would have been at least a jump ball. But the clock continues to roll with 35 seconds left, and John Groves, I think, content to go into half, unless he can bust off a big play right here. Third and 13 at their own 32. Under 30 seconds to play. QB sacked by Blake Hewitt. Too wide on the play. Locust turns. He hands off. Going up middle. the middle. That's a big run for a first down across the 45-yard line. Caught Westwood napping, and Hendrickson, the fullback, moves the sticks. Biggest run of the day by the fullback. He couldn't miss the fullback coming through. Gets out to the 46-yard line, 14 seconds left. Clock stops while they reset the sticks, and now it starts up again, and Locust spikes the football to save time. So it's going to be second and 10 with 12 seconds to play. Ball just shy of midfield. Scoreless ball game. But now the officials have signaled timeout. No coach called for it. The officials are using an official timeout. It certainly benefits Calumet. 12-second mark. Second down and 10. High formation. One wide to the near side. Locus back to pass. Quick slant. Caught. And now a reverse. Oh, and here and comes room on the hook and ladder. Staying on his feet and forced out of bounds. Back Ozula with five seconds left. <laughs> the old hook and ladder from Coach Gross. Gets caught around the 30-yard line. That was going to go, too. If yep. Ethan Beckman doesn't have the speed to just get over there and make up the ground, that one was going to go. It was caught by Matt Ozula. And then he flipped it to his twin brother, Travis, around the 40. He took it down to the 30. Five seconds to go. No timeouts on behalf of the Copper Kings. This is getting interesting right before the half. High formation for Locus. Calumet 30 yards away from Paydirt. No timeouts. Locus back to pass. Steps up. Puts up a deep ball. Right corner of the end zone. It is batted away, but a flag comes out. Flag in the end zone. 
We haven't seen the signal yet. Oh, Offensive no, it's not pass a interference. OPI. Off the Copper Kings, that'll take us to the half then, right? Yep, no time left on the clock. Oh, that's it. That's halftime, boys. He's waving everybody off the field. So offensive pass interference. A little push off there. And that's the way the first half ends. Oh, that got even more exciting towards the end. A great game so far tonight, and no points on the board. We are scoreless as we go to halftime. We'll have the halftime show coming up after this on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Changes, they happen. Here at First Bank, we'll help you through those changes. New home, new job, newly retired, we have the accounts and services that fit. Sure, we have today's technology, but we also have face-to-face individual local care you won't find everywhere. Our goal is simple, to help our customers. Isn't it the right time to make First Bank your bank? We have what you're looking for. Find a location near you. Marquette Ishmaming, first-bank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. If you're a recent high school or college graduate and still have a passion for the games you played in school, still remember the thrill of putting on the uniform? Why don't you help us out and become a registered high school game official? Get out there and give something back to our kids. Visit the MHSA website for more information. There's help wanted, just whistle. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, we welcome you back to Calumet Tanner Hoops along with Dave Bowes on the call. Westwood Patriot football this evening in a barn burner against Calumet. Scoreless ball game at the half. We have seen... Uh, some, some interesting stuff, we should say, out of both of these squads. Westwood uh, has been moving the football better than Calumet has, although Calumet had the most exhilarating drive of the game on the last sequence, uh, right before we went to half. The whole hook and ladder nearly works. And what they talked about in the pregame is at some point that each of these coaches, I loved it, when I talked to them today, they each said the same thing about each other. They're going to throw a trick play in there at some point. You know, they, they're part of the Jeff Olson coaching team, both Scott Sergilla and uh, John Crows. They're going to do something like that at some point. John Crows not afraid to go a little into the trick basket. Yeah, John Crows is definitely going to, uh, every time I've seen him in a playoff game so far, uh, most of those have been uh, against Nagani of late, and uh, there has always been some kind of... Uh, you know, tailback, toss, uh, double pitch, and then somebody's throwing a pass. You know, we saw the old hook and ladder almost run to perfection tonight. If Beckman doesn't have the wheels he has, that goes for a score here tonight. And in this game, uh, you know, one score definitely could be the difference here based on what we've seen in this first half. You look over to Ishpeming and the Hematites having no problems with Gwyn in their first-round district matchup. 32-0 Ishpeming on top, 10 minutes to go in the second quarter there. Get caught up on everything you need to know regarding the high school playoffs tomorrow as you have got 
uh, the Saturday morning coaches show can be heard right here on ESPN UP and the ESPN UP mobile app. Hear from all three coaches uh, talking about their postseason games tonight. Dave, who is that down there in the Patriot head, the mascot head? I don't know. I, he ain't our pantry. I love it. Is that an official mascot or is that a fan? Yeah, no, that's a, the official mascot, but it's so new to us. I don't know who we've got in the, I don't know who we've got in there yet. Whoever it is, I like it. You've got the Patriot fans in full-fledged support out here. You've got red, white, and blue rivaling the royal and white that uh, Calumet has here in their home crowd. Westwood just travels like any uh, team that I've covered. They travel so well. They support these guys, passionate fans that have a lot to be proud of in what this team has done, not only this season, but in recent memory. And you get a game like this, and you're going to bring out people that are just football fans because they know this is a 14-12 game in the first one. Um, you know, you know that's where the excitement is going to is going to be. You know, I mean, uh, you know, 32 nothing in the first half. Uh, the other game uh, from the from Ishmael and Gwynn, you know, not as competitive. You know, you're there if you're a fan of either team, certainly. But uh, this one's just going to draw some football fans. It's really, it's about as advertised. What we expected between these two teams <laughs> yeah. is happening tonight. Yeah. We knew it was going to be a ground and pound, quick moving game. Maybe not a lot of passing, although maybe there's been a little more than we we thought there might be. Still not a lot by any means. But strong defense has been on display, shutting each other out. And they're doing exactly what the scouting report says each would do. Yeah, and it, you know, and certainly the Patriots have moved the ball up and down the field, but it's really kind of been between the 20s or, you know, certainly from our 40 over to their 20. And then Calumet has tightened up. you got to give them credit every time. That defense from Calumet is stout. So you look back at it, and Westwood, Calumet scoreless. Patriots uh, leading as far as time possession and total yards, but Calumet has been stiffening up. They've been having longer possessions, and their defense has looked a lot better. Yeah, that last uh, that last series there, it was a three and out for Westwood, and that's the first one of those that we, I believe, have seen um, so far tonight. And then after that, they had their best offensive series. But the Patriots are going to get the ball again here uh, to begin this second half, so we'll see what will happen. We'll take a timeout. We have more coming up here on the Halftime Show on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. The Upper Peninsula is our home because there's nowhere else like it on Earth. Our traditions, homes, and properties are truly unique. When it comes to insuring them, Northern Mutual Insurance understands their value. Originally Finnish Mutual, Northern Mutual was formed in Calumet over 125 years ago and is still insuring Uper families from bridge to bridge. Iron Range Agency in Ishpeming is a leading agent for Northern Mutual. Make the change to Iron Range by calling 485-5544 for a quote with Northern Mutual, a company that knows the UP. are used for a lot of things. Pie, cider, cake, and making friends with your teacher. They're also used to compare things. You know the phrase, apples to apples? Well, at Household Appliance, we want to make one thing clear. Apples to apples, we will match any competitor's price. Same make, same model sort of thing. Every day. Household Appliance, price match guarantee. The area's largest appliance selection, delivery, installation, service after the sale, and hometown pride. We think you'll like us. Come see for yourself. I'm Ken Farley from the Bjorken-Zalke Funeral Home, and each year it's amazing to watch the student-athletes in our area schools compete at a really high level and juggle the demands of learning in the classroom, studying at home, hanging with friends, and for some, working a part-time job. 
They represent their schools and communities well. And if you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. After all, they are the future leaders. We at the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home are standing on the sidelines with great admiration for what you do. Join us in cheering in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Back to Calumet, Danner Hoops along with Dave Bowes on the call. Westwood Patriot postseason football visiting Calumet and a scoreless ball game at the half. Been trying to track down a few other scores from around the state of Michigan. Iron Mountain with a 28-0 lead. That game's already through three quarters. So we talk about ours moving fast. They're really moving right along up there. Yeah, big, you know, Iron Mountain just kept getting better all year long, you know. Uh, excuse me, uh, West Iron County, 28-0. Uh, I think I said Iron Mountain. Yep. West Iron County, that, that's what we're looking at. Uh, so they are cruising after three quarters. We'll try and uh, track down a score for Traverse City, St. Francis, and Elk Rapids. They're on the other side of this district bracket, and the two winners will play each other next week. Site to be determined it would be hosted by the highest seed. Dave, when you look at this team and what they've been through this season, you look back at them last year maybe, and that magical run, the best post-regular uh, season in school history, went uh, two games into the postseason. Tell me what you're seeing out of these guys, maybe how it feels from your perspective as well. Uh, we can compare this year's team to last year in the playoff atmospheres between both. Uh, the pla- you know, you're getting used to as a school appearing in the playoffs. You know, Patriots have pretty much consistent playoff appearances over the last course of the last five years. Uh, the last ten years has probably shown us maybe six times over the last five years. I'm not sure the total is three or four times in the playoffs. So you're getting your you're getting your whole school district used to the idea that at the end of football season it just doesn't end. You go on to the next season. You 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 grant a, you're granted a birth in the tournament based on uh, your performance through the year. Last year's team, you know, at this point we were down in Elk Rapids and. Uh, you know, as far as competition, the competition we're playing today is uh, stout compared to uh, last year's Elk Rapids team. Now, I don't know what Elk Rapids is bringing uh, certainly this year, but uh, we didn't face an opponent as tough as Calumet. I mean, there's people that have said this is the toughest, uh, you know, D6 uh, district uh, in Michigan. And uh, you can see why. These two teams are just going after each other right here. And we haven't even mentioned uh you know, Traverse City St. Francis, yeah, too, just seems like a, an uber world beater down there, you know, number two in the state. Um, I'm not so sure that that isn't a Saturday game for those guys. I didn't. Could be. Yeah, I think that might be a Saturday one or a Saturday two o'clock game there uh, for those teams right there. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. We've got another half, and, uh, you know, let's we get at the best seats in the house to enjoy this. You've got, uh, Ian, you mentioned what the rest of the district looks like. I think this is undoubtedly the toughest district in the state of Michigan, at least in uh, Division Six. So whoever wins this game, it's going to be a hard fought bet. Whoever wins it is going to have to earn it. Your award is Traverse City St. Francis, <laughs> yeah, second-ranked team in the state. Yeah, but, you know, your award, too, is, uh, you know, it's a trip over to bridge then, certainly, yep. to uh, get in the second round of the tournament. And uh, that's what these kids have worked so hard for. But, uh, you know, both of these teams, you see a lot of similarities between both of them. And let's face it, this could, this could go either way at this point. So you look back at it, and Westwood, Calumet, uh, no scoring to recap or go over. 
And kind of about what we expected. Westwood hasn't allowed a point since September 14th. Calumet just 53 points allowed in nine games. They have only been scored on multiple times in one game twice this year. One of them was against Westwood uh, back in September and then two weeks ago when they took on Hancock. So it's a Calumet team that knows how to keep teams out of the end zone. And we saw that. Westwood had a few nice drives early on. Got down to the Copper King 15 and 26-yard line. Could not punch it in from there. That field shortens up as you get farther down there. And that defense always seems to stiffen. Yeah, and you just feel like uh, Calumet that, uh, um, you know, with all the pass plays we saw towards the end and how close they were on a lot of those, they're gonna that's going to continue here in the second half. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to shore up some of our pass defense, uh, you know, to be able to continue this shutout. We will take one more timeout. We're back with more coming up on the halftime show on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP mobile app. You don't just want your bank to be a place where you park your money. You want it to be your partner in putting your money to work for you. At MBank, we believe in the power of exceptional banking products and services delivered by friendly, experienced people. Community-focused, client-driven, that's our commitment to you. It's about supporting our communities. It's about empowering our clients to make sound financial decisions. It's about being your financial partner. Make the move to MBank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. From the days of lumbermen coming out of the woods twice a year to buy clothing and supplies at Wilderness Sports to now, you'll get what you'll need to cheer on your favorite teams. Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond fans will all find spirit gear to look the part from the stands or on the sidelines. Wilderness Sports will let you touch and feel the items, and if you want something custom-ordered, they can do that for you, too. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to the Halftime Show here from Calumet. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call. A scoreless ball game right here on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP app. Thanks for being with us this evening. Hope you're enjoying the broadcast as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. About as good of a game as you can ask for for 0-0. When you look back at uh, what the teams did well, what they didn't do well in the first half, Dave, I mean, you've been back to your coaching days, too. You've had a, uh, I mean, what do you tell the guys to adjust at halftime? They're really, they're doing everything the way they should. They're just running into stuff, uh, stiff competition. Yeah, you know, you got to think that Cali's going to continue to try and stretch the field on some of those pass plays. They're going to try and lull you to sleep with that little bit up the middle and what they can gain off of there. When they get you thinking about pass, they'll try there. But you know, Coach Rose is, uh, he's going to have uh, Lucas, uh, you know, stretch his arm out, see how long he can, see how long he can throw it because he's come close on a couple of those, and then it's just a foot race to the end zone, and you know, one, one, one play here could certainly win it for you. It's going to be about who can uh, make them. Maybe who could make the first mistake, but both coaches said you got to stay home, stay disciplined against a team like this because anything like what we saw, the trick play, each of these coaches, their bag of tricks, and they're each fully expecting the other to use them. So we'll see how well guarded they are, but you can't take a playoff because if you take a playoff in a game like this, you may not get another chance to redeem yourself. You're not going to get another chance. You're going to see a score out of that. I guarantee it. You know, it's going to take concentration to make sure this happens. They give me one key for each team, what they need to do to take care of business here in the second half. Well, you know, Westwood has certainly moved the ball well on the run. I think, uh, you know, at some point it's just going to be a test of wills, and you've got to be able to grind it out and uh, set Beckman up to get him to the outside to get, uh, 
um, to get that set up or possibly Delangelo on some kind of counter or fake or something like that. Uh, and you're gonna, we're going to have to take somebody by surprise and hope a little track meet uh, breaks out. And if you're the cop games, like I said, I think you've got to stay, uh, keep them honest with the run, but I think you've got to try and see if you can beat somebody deep and, uh, and, and get a score that way. Well, let's hear from some of our fine sponsors of Westwood Patriot football all regular season and postseason long. Looking for a safe and sound community bank? Look to MBank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, MBank is in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of our Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Art Van Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who have been serving our community since 1971. At Household Appliance, the Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses, visit ArtVan.com to see their weekly ads and preview our selection. Did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming, Marquette, and other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop in soon and meet the team. First Bank, proud of our community. It's all about the people. We'll take our last time out. Second half coming up after this on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP app. Are you looking for a new vehicle with a payment that fits your budget? UP Catholic Credit Union is here to help. The Payment Saver Program is a low payment alternative to a traditional loan or lease. It offers lower monthly payments, no down payment, and a flexible loan term that ranges from 36 to 72 months. It's a perfect fit for anyone looking for a vehicle five years old and newer. Call UP Catholic Credit Union or visit us online for more information about the newest, easiest way to be in the car of your dreams. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome week one of high school football playoffs with these deals. Fresh and natural boneless Smithfield pork sirloin roast or steak, $1.66 a pound. Fresh and natural Smithfield pork cutlets, a family pack for $1.99 a pound. Gold leaf fresh chicken leg quarters, 10 pounds for $4.94. And clementines, 2 pounds for $3.99. These prices are good through October 27th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Half kickoff about to take place. Tanner Hoops Dave Bowes on the call. Glad that you're with us on this Friday evening. Little damp, little soggy, but we've got high school postseason football. We've got a great one here in Calumet at Agassiz Field. It is Calumet kicking off to Westwood. The two teams have swapped end zones to defend. For the first time tonight, we see the Copper Kings kicking game as Danny Moreno has it teed up, ready to boot it away. Man, what are we going to see here, though? You know, yeah. Coach Crow's, uh loves the trick play. We could see one right here, right now. Expect anything. Scoreless game and a good one. Winner is on to the district final against either Traverse City St. Francis, second-ranked team of the state, or Elk Rapids. Moreno, the right-footed kicker, approaches. And he sends this ball, little squib, end over end, and Westwood is going to get on top of it. They're going to look to have a return on this play. Coming around, Delangelo looking. He stacked up and dragged back. That kick kept rolling and rolling. Looked like he almost tried to squib it. And then maybe, I don't know if the ball skidded on the wet field or what, but it rolled back toward the 20-yard line where Westwood gets on top of it and takes over first and 10. Ball on maybe what the 24? 24, I think we'll call it. So, first down and 10 for Westwood. First possession of the second half. They have marched down into Calumet territory to the 15 of the 26 on their opening two drives. 
but got stopped on downs last time. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Takes a snap, optioning out to the right side. He's going to keep it himself, looking for a block. None there. Has to try and scramble around uh, a defender, and he gets forward for a small gain to bring up second, and we'll call it eight. Well, here comes Westwood to the line. Second down and nine officially. But strung him out, but not much of a gain there. Good discipline by the Copper Kings. About 40 degrees at game time up here in northern Michigan. Shotgun formation. Bergman, a step to his quarterback's left, and it's Bergman who's running up the middle, and he's dragged down as he gets about to the 30. It looks like just shy. It's a gain of close to four, maybe. It looks like third and five. Studebaker came up to make the stop. One minute gone by, quarter number three. Norless ball game here in Calumet. Second time the two teams are meeting this season. A 14-12 win for the Copper Kings back on September 7th. Shotgun formation. Beckman takes a snap. Rolling out to the left side. It's a design QB run. Dives forward near the first down marker. He looks like he has it. Yeah, that's coming right at us there. You can see the spot there moving the sticks. Is it me, or is there starting to get a little bit of fog out? There? Yeah, I, you know, I was trying to see if that was rain, but it looks like kind of a fog rolling in. It's getting a little tough to see out there. Thick fog starting to settle out there on the field. But nonetheless, it's enough for the first down of the QB keeper by Beckman. It's not like that's going to affect the passing game very much. <laughs> first and 10 at their own 35. Westwood to the line. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his left. Four-man front defensively. Direct snap goes to Bergman. Diving forward. Hit just past the line and falls forward for about three yards. So a good run. Most of it coming after contact. They're going to give him five. Pretty good spot. It's hard to tell. It looks like a rugby scrum when they get in there. This, these are two stout teams going after each other. Ashton Bergman almost seems like a magnet when he has the football because he gets about five guys at least, no matter who he's playing. It takes about that many to bring him down. Just over two minutes gone by here in quarter number three, scoreless game. Postseason football on ESPN-UP in the app. Shotgun formation, nobody out wide. Jumbo set offensively for Beckman. Takes a snap, QB option to the right side, going to keep it himself, puts the shoulder down and dives forward, but he's stacked up near the 40-yard line. It's close to the original line of scrimmage. He might have lost a yard. Brings up third and long. It may be a passing situation for the Pats. Here comes Beckman leading his team to the line. Shotgun formation, still nobody out wide. Beckman's with Bergman at his side. Takes a snap, running off tackle. Now he's wrapped up and driven backwards, but we have a flag thrown. It's a QB sack if it stands. And in the indication holding against Westwood, that'll be declined. And Riala gets credit for the QB sack to bring up fourth down. It'll be the second punt, presumably. 
Penalty is officially declined. The official signals to the press box. And here comes the Patriot punt unit. I tell you what, Dave, Calumet's defense since the first quarter. They've stiffened up. They've been really good to their credit. Oh, that was another good series from Calumet right there. Both these teams take a lot of pride in their defense and what they're able to do. And we get a flag called against Westwood before the punt. Looks like an offside. Offsides on special teams. Cost Westwood another five yards. Now we'll see if Westwood's able to get it away, barring another penalty. They're backed up to the 31. Fog continues to roll in and settle on the field. Adriano, high, arcing punt, gets it away, and it's dove on by Locus. Well, he caught it, and he bobbled it, and it hit the ground, and he just probably a smart thing in this game. Just get on it. I wonder if he lost track of it, the yeah. fog that started at his set. I mean, there's a serious fog that's it was rolled in here at to see the punt, yeah. And Locus falls on it around his own 45-yard line. Almost seems like a baseball player losing a pop-up in the lights. Just kind of what it looked like based on his reaction. Yeah, he and Orgel were back there. And Orgel, I don't think, ever saw it. And he was standing close to him. Speaking of baseball, we'll have coverage of the World Series right here on ESPN-UP in the app once we sign off tonight. High formation for Locus. Man in motion. That's Matt Ojala. He turns and drops back to bat. Oh, he's going to hand it off instead. And it's Travis Ojala who goes up the middle, gains about two, and it brings up second and eight. Clock continuing to roll. 8.08 left to play third quarter. Scoreless football game. The rematch of the September 7th victory for Calumet. Copper Kings finished the regular season 9-0, ranked fifth in the final AP poll. Westwood 7-2. Only two losses come in the last two unbeatens in the Upper Peninsula. Man in motion, Matt Ojala. I formation, here's a turn, and a quick screen complete to Ojala, and he's dropped immediately. It's a short gain on the uh, bubble screen, and the tackle made by the corner, Pullman. It once again comes a big one-on-one. Brought down just shy of the 50. Brings up third down at about seven. I tell you what, Dave, you feel pretty comfortable with a guy like Chad Pullman there going one-on-one. An honorable mention defensive back on the old conference team. Pullman has been stuck on some of the beasts of the UP in terms of receiving, and he's done a fine job. Locust dropping back, looking for the end around. Instead, he keeps it, looks to fire a deep ball over the middle. Got a man, and it is incomplete. He was well covered. He was bracketed by Beckman and Pullman right there. That is one play that they didn't get sucked in on. It was Travis Ojala. They run him out of the backfield. Second time they've done it tonight and try to throw it to him. He had, he had Beckman and Pullman all over him. And I give Locust credit because it wasn't an easy ball to catch, but he put it in the only place where a Westwood defender couldn't get a hand on it. But just not enough for Ojala to be able to make the catch. 7.02 to play. Copper Kings are going to have to punt on fourth and seven from their own yeah, 48. I didn't see anyone back for the Patriots on this. Ojala has it, a great punter, and he gets a great boot into this one, trying to pin Westwood deep, and it takes a Calumet roll inside the 10 and is down. A great punt by the first-team all-conference punter, Matt Ojala. It's about the 13, I think. Looks like about the 13. Right around there. All right. So first and 10, we'll call to the 13. 
Scoreless ball game, third quarter of play, 6.53 left to go. Boy, and the longest field we've had to yep. deal with yet. It seems like Coach Groves is, like we said, more than happy to play field position here. Especially when you have a punter who can do something like that. When you have a kicker and a punter, up, especially yeah. in the UP, well, and in you're this, a rare breed. And in this fog, I, I don't think they wanted any part of somebody trying to spot a, a punt off the foot of, of Ojala because he bombs them. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Takes a snap. Running off tackle. Looking for a block. He's got Bergman who lays down a good one out in front of him. He bursts forward for what is going to be close to a first down. Great block by the fullback Bergman. And Beckman with the QB keeper falls down near the marker. And they give it to him. I just haven't seen weather like this, Dave. But, I mean... <laughs> I know we're in a peninsula out in the, little, uh, the middle of Lake Superior and anything can happen, but, man, I haven't seen something like this, a fog coming out of nowhere. Like we're on a deck of a ship. Feels like it. <laughs> Shotgun formation. The snap goes to Beckman. He's running off tackle to the right side, dragged down as he uh, gets about five on the play. And Locust, the safety, came up to make the tackle. So no change here. Modest gain as the clock ticks down under six minutes by the time the next play is snapped. Second down, we'll call it four at the 29-yard line. I tell you, we are looking through a window, but it is tough to see even Beckman yeah. running in. When he goes to the far sideline, it's tough to even pick him out over there. Shotgun formation again. Nobody out wide for the pass. Direct snap goes to Bergman, and he's stacked up near the line, but... Whistle blows his play dead. Legal motion. And the flag going against the Patriots. That's what we said, Dave, is penalties are going to play a crucial factor in this. What Westwood was driving inside the red zone in their opening series, that costly motion penalty ended up getting stopped on downs. I mean, you've got to clean things up. And to Calumet's part, they haven't been committing penalties. They've been good and clean on their part. Makes it a second down and nine for the 24. Clock rolling. 5.20 mark in quarter number three. Scoreless football game. Beckman running. QB designed run to the outside. Spins away from one tackler, but not a second. And the There's officials another, are stopping the clock. Another flag down. It came in late, that flag. And the indication is that it's going against Westwood. Been no signal yet. Back in the Patriots up. And Westwood shooting themselves in the foot with penalties. It is indeed holding on the pass. But Scott Sergula is incredulous of that. You know, they got to take care of the football. Five twelve left to play. Third quarter. Clock rolling. Scoreless football game here in Michigan. Shotgun formation, ball at the 17. Beckman running off tackle, same play, and he's stacked up after uh, getting back maybe two or three of those yards. Tell you what, Westwood just got backed up 10 yards, still run the same play. QB run to the <laughs> yeah. off tackle. Think about third and 10. <laughs> uh, passing situation, one would think. 4.36 left to go, third quarter. 
probably gained 24 yards on just this series right here, and it's third and 10. That'll <laughs> easily do that to you, setting you back. Westwood coming to the line on third and 10. Fog continuing to settle in. It gets continuously harder to see. They're showing blitz. And around coming off the outside, that is Anderson, and he's stacked up. Beg your pardon, that is Adriano, and he is stacked up for a short gain, not enough to move the sticks or even come close. And it's going to be a punting situation with under four minutes to play. So once again, Dave, they move the football. Westwood does, but penalties will do that to you. Now. Calumet set to take the ball in good field position. Adriano back to punt it away. A high, booming punt. This may not get past midfield. And Locust slides down to a knee to field it. And he catches it on the Westwood side of the 50-yard line. A good punt by Adriano in these conditions. No return. Well, Locust, once again, just could not see it once it got up in the atmosphere. But his team with excellent starting field position. They'll take over at the Westwood 48, first down and 10, 3.32 to play third quarter. Nothing, nothing on the scoreboard. These two teams are deadlocked. I tell you what, though, toughest district in Division Six. What a great way to gear up for Traverse City St. Francis, presuming they are the opponent in the second round. Here's a handoff to Ojala who breaks free up the middle. He's got 10, and he's dragged down after a first down carry. Zach Nini comes up to make the stop. Biggest, biggest gain, I think, of the night uh, on the ground here for the Copper Kings. And that's what Ojala can do. He can't take a play off against him. Gain of 14. Gets it down to the 34 with 326 to play. Calumet knocking on the door, trying to break that scoreless tie. Locus in the I formation. One out wide in the play, lines up to the near side of the field. Locus under center. He turns and hands off his fullback. Hendrickson goes up the middle, and he stopped for a short gain. Brings up second and maybe seven. It is tough to see what is going on yeah. out there with this fog. This just rolled in at halftime out of nowhere. Brings up second, they gave him a gain of two, second and eight at the 32. 2.40 left to play third quarter. Scoreless football game here in Calumet. Season on the line, it's going to come to an end for somebody this evening. High formation for Locus. He turns, he hands off. Ojala met at the line of scrimmage, but like Bergman, he has a knack for leaning forward and gaining a few more yards after contact. He does so to set up third and manageable. We'll call it 35. Ball spotted at the 29. This may be two-down territory for Calumet. The Westwood faithful rising to their feet. The Buvazela sounding trying to will their defense. Tell you what, you get the feel of the atmosphere, the passion, the Buvazela's World Cup circa 2010. <laughs> Third down and five. One wide to the near side of the field. That's Matt Ojala. His twin brother, the deep back in the I formation. And now we have a whistle before the snap, and a timeout is called. No, do we have a penalty? Did we get a timeout or a flag first? I think it's a flag. I think they're enforcing a penalty. 
And it's offsides against Westwood. And that should be enough for the first down, a five-yard penalty on third and five. Man, Dave, they're just shooting themselves in the foot with penalties, and Calumet isn't. That's the difference right now. No, Calumet has played largely mistake-free. I think maybe one or one penalty I can think of on Calumet even tonight. There's been a slew on the Patriots. Rock rolling a minute 40 to play. First down and 10. Ball at the 25. Locus, a handoff, running out to the outside, looking for a block, and not much there. He gains about two or three. Nimi came up to make the tackle, assisted by Anderson. Short gain on first down. Brings up second and about eight from the 23. Well, maybe got three on the play. Call it second and seven. A minute 10 left to play. Third quarter, scoreless football game. Copper Kings knocking on the door. Twin receivers lining up to the near side of the field. High formation for Locus, a four-man front for Westwood. He turns, he hands off his fullback. Hendrickson going up the middle, stayed on his feet for a few extra yards. Ball might have come loose toward the end of the play, but I, Calumet, I think, is back on top of it. Diving forward. Just shy of the first down marker, it appears. He gains five, and it brings yeah. up third and one. Third and very short. Third and a short one. Clock rolling, 32 seconds left to play, third quarter. Westwood defense trying to dig deep for a stop, third and short. Could be the final play of the third quarter. High formation, one wide, Ojala to the near side of the field. Here's a handoff, Hendrickson stacked up near the line trying to dive forward, and this will all depend on the spot. Garrett Mann, the inside linebacker on the tackle for Westwood. And they move the sticks. It's a first down. Clock will stop until they reset the chains with 13 seconds left. But Calumet doesn't have to run another play in the third quarter if they don't want to. Oh, I think they're going to. They hustle to the line as the clock resumes. Under 10 seconds to play now. I formation. Locus working under center trying to get the play off. Ojala in motion. He's back to pass. Looking. Puts up a fade toward the corner of the end zone for Ojala. It is caught. Cut for the touchdown. The third quarter ends with the first scoring play of the ball game. A 14-yard touchdown pass to Matt Ojala. What a great pass. A well-designed play, too. Ojala was in motion. He came across the left to the right, and he never stopped moving. The fade route, he was able to get confusion around the defensive back unit for Westwood. And he's able to make the catch in the corner of the end zone on that he, back shoulder fade. He, he put that in the only spot he could. That wasn't even bad coverage on the Patriot part. That, that was just a great throw ball. No time left in the third quarter. They're on for the two-point conversion. Locus working under center. Drops back. Now he's looking for an option. He's going to keep it himself and rolling toward the end zone. Let's no, see. No, it wasn't. He threw it. Incomplete. Incomplete. And that's the way the third quarter will end. <laughs> that's tough to see. Wow. And just like that, the Patriots are down to their final 12 minutes unless they can find a way to rally. We've got the fourth quarter coming up after this on ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP mobile app. Eagle Mine is a proud supporter of local high school sports 
At Eagle, safety is our number one priority for our employees and our community, and especially for our children. With school back in session, that means sharing the road with school buses. Be alert and ready to stop when you see a school bus when overhead lights or warning lights are flashing. Let's all do our part to protect our children by keeping them safe. This message is brought to you by Eagle Mine. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. The car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, call Iron Rage Agency and Auto Insurance, the no problem people. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school and Ishpeming Concrete and Moyle Trucking. Solidly behind the Westwood Patriots. Good luck in the playoffs. Tough break right before the quarter ends, Dave, as Westwood finds themselves trailing 6-0, receiving the kickoff here to start the fourth quarter. Little trouble with it. Delangelo turns it upfield, and he makes something out of nothing as he's dragged down near the 30-yard line, first down and 10. Boy, he almost went right on his nose right there. We'd have had the ball right there. There's a muddy spot down on that end of the field there. Westwood has played well enough to win this game. They did last time, too, but the defense for Calumet give them credit. They have been coming up with key stops, especially as of late, and Westwood's been doing themselves no favors by getting into some third and long situations with penalties. Can Nathan Beckman extend his high school football career a little more? He gives to Bergman, who's running hard to the left side, still on his feet after contact, gets pushed out around the 35, gain of close to five. Calumet leading 6-0, just underway in the fourth quarter here on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call. Don't forget to tune in to our Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow at 9 a.m. here on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP mobile app. Second down and five. Beckman in the pass. He's a turn and a handoff going up the middle. Stacked up after contact. Didn't gain much. Maybe a yard. And it brings up third down and four on the direct snap to Bergman. It is just getting harder and harder to see. I didn't think the fog would be thicker. It's getting worse. No. No, BVU and, uh, excuse me, uh, Westwood. Looks like a penalty. To move it. Yeah, there was a penalty on Westwood. Yeah, another one. And we can't even we can't even see the flags go the down. Flag, no. So you know we apologize, but yeah. <laughs> we can't see the field. There has been a ridiculous fog rolling in since halftime. I can barely see the Patriots standing on the opposite sideline. It is just hard to see out here, and it, it's a shame because we have a beautiful setup, great <laughs> seats for it. Yeah, just can't enjoy it. 10.30 left to play, quarter number four. 6-0, Calumet. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Another penalty setting his team back. Here's a handoff, Bergman going up the middle. He gains a chunk of it back on a dive play for about three or four yards. But this has been the last few possessions here. Yep. You know, we've come up with third and ten. You know, they, the Calumet Copper Kings have put the Patriots in third and long, and they're just too good a defense for you to have to get 10, 11 yards on one play. Lock rolling under 10 minutes to play regulation time. Another third and long situation for Westwood. 
Shotgun formation. Pullman, the lone receiver, split right. He's defended by Ojala, who draws him. Beckman turns. He hands off. It's Bergman going up the middle, and he's stacked up near the line and brought down. No gain on the play, fourth and ten, and what do you do if you're Scott Sergela? Well, you can't give it to the Copper Kings right there. No. The Calumet is going to take a long time consuming drive if they're able, unless your defense can force a three and out. And it looks like the punt unit is coming on the field. Yeah, yeah you got to punt this thing away and try and get down there for some coverage or hope for a special team's play if you're the Patriots right now. Trust that defense to get a stop. Adriano back to punt. Boots this one away. It's a line drive near midfield, and it's fielded on a hop and looking for room to return. Here comes Ojala. He's got a block out to the left side, and he's finally taken down inside the 25-yard line. I beg your pardon, not Ojala. On the return, it was Sam Urkula, and Urkula sets his team up with the best starting field position of the night. Urkula, great return. Had some room to work with, and he makes Westwood pay. And the and the time to do it. You know, I mean, that's the time. Here you are trying to trying to just get it out of the shadow of your own end zone, and it wasn't possible. Season on the line for the Patriots. They're being backed up now. Was there a penalty here too? <laughs> They're marching off a penalty. A block in the back, maybe. We can't see a flag being thrown on the. The fog is that thick. We're doing our best. <laughs> they still have good field position. They do. They're their own 45. Yeah, that's about where they're spotting the football. Now you met. Yeah, they're going to. They are going to take a long time with this one. Grind and pound and run that clock down. It's their friend right now. There's a turn and a handoff to Ojala, and he dives forward after contact for maybe two. You know, you got to wonder if the mistake-free football that Calumet has been playing can continue. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody on Westwood defense got to make a play. You got to get the ball out. Otherwise, Cali will be more than content to grind away on this clock. It continues to roll. 8.30 left to play. Regulation time. 6-0 Calumet. Second and seven. Ball at the 47. One wide to the near side of the field. That's Ojala. I formation for Locus. Four-man front defensively for the pass. He turns and he hands off. That is Hendrickson, the fullback, diving forward. Gains about one on the play, brings up third and six. And now you got to pin your ears back and get a stop right here if you're Westwood. Yeah, because you know it's going to be a punt to follow this. Mm -hmm. If you can get them stopped. You know they're going to blitz. You know they're going to, they don't have any problem having Ojala bomb it down and a great punter. Yeah, and his range would be about perfect, if you, especially if you don't put anyone back. Too wide on the play. Matt Ojolo along with Nick Jerf. High formation. Locus. He turns and hands off to the left side, running out of bounds. That's Ojola trying to break it free. And he's run out near the marker. Oh, I think he might have it. That's the first down. Yeah, they're yeah. moving the sticks. Well, a big game for Ojola. As he keeps the drive moving with 7.38 to play in the fourth quarter. Calumet has scored the only touchdown of the game on the final play of the third quarter. First time that Westwood has allowed an opponent in the end zone since September 14th. High formation. Ojala, the lone wideout. He split left. 
Back to pass. Turn handoff to Travis Ojala going up the middle. Spins away from one would-be tackler, but not a second as he's dragged down by Garrett Mann. Gains about four on the play. Brings up second and six. And Scott Sergela is going to use his first time out. That was a good time on use right there. You got to rally the troops. You got seven and a half left on the clock. You're down six nothing. You got to get this drive stopped. Get back on offense. You're still right in the heart of the game here. 7.28 left to play, fourth quarter, 6-0 Calumet on top. They have the football facing a second and six when play resumes. Two fantastic football teams going at it this evening, looking to extend their season, punch their ticket to the district final next week, where they will face the winner of Elk Rapids and Traverse City St. Francis. Looking for a bank that understands your business? Then look to M-Bank. From business loans to treasury management and everything in between, M-Bank is in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliance services, where they sell and sometimes even what others sell, depending on the brand. Not everyone can promise that the service after the sale is uh, always going to be a tradition. At household appliance, it is. Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home supports the athletes, cheerleaders, bands, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family, and they support the athletes of the players, coaches, cheerleaders, bands, friends, and family, all cheering on their team. Good luck. And Ishpeming Concrete and Oil Trucking solidly behind the Westwood Patriots. Good luck in the playoffs. Second down and six out of the timeout. Ball at the 41. Season on the line for Westwood, needing a stop in the worst way. Locust turn and a handoff to Hendrickson fumbled the football. Yeah, I think they're going to whistle that dead. I saw that flag early. I think that was a that was going to be a dead ball. No, they're giving it to Westwood. Oh man, Coach Crows is going to be he's out on the field. He's insidious <laughs> because he the believes flag, the flag yeah. should have blown the play dead. The flag came in. Ball came loose, and Westwood got on top that John Crow's arm spread, letting the official have it on the sideline right now. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, there a, was a flag on the field. And absolutely, and I thought it was just uh, motion before the play had begun, unless it was the snapper himself, in that which case the play has begun. The play has started. Coach Crow's can't believe it. Westwood gets the ball at their own 43 with 7.26 to play. Shotgun formation, and now a flag thrown before the play and it is against Westwood another penalty it's got to be where they lined up yeah too so many on them 725 to go regulation time 6 nothing Calumet yeah I don't know if somebody was off the line there. it's so hard to tell <laughs> the, the visual is so bad Patriots are backed up to their own 38, needing a score. There's a handoff. Beckman, uh, beg your pardon, he keeps it himself, and he dives forward. Got back maybe to the original line of scrimmage. Maybe got four of the five yards back. Still second and long. You know, with those penalties, the Patriots have not had to do just 10 yards this entire second half. They've not had a series where they've not been penalized. Seven-minute mark. Quarter number four, playoff football. Two great teams going at it, but somebody's season will end tonight. Westwood trailing 6-0 with the football. Second and 12 from their own 41 as they come to the line in the shotgun. 
Beckman takes a snap, dropping back to pass. He looks, steps up, nobody open. Now just has to get rid of it, putting up a deep ball across the center of the field. It's incomplete. And it brings up third and 12. I couldn't even see who he was targeting. No. The ball just disappears as soon as it goes up above uh, the Patriots uh, bench. You can see across from us. It's just gone. A thick fog rolled in around halftime. It has definitely obstructed the vision of probably everybody in attendance, including those on the field. 6.36 left to play in regulation time. 6-0 Calumet. They scored in the final play of the third quarter. 14-yard touchdown pass. That was set up with excellent field position. Capped a 48-yard touchdown drive. First points Westwood has allowed since September 14th, and now a whistle before the play, and a timeout is called. Now, Dave, this is where we're really going to see what these two teams are made of. If Westwood has the ability to grind down and come back, or if the defense for Calumet, which has gotten better throughout the game, can come up with another big stop. This is what it's all about. This is playoff football. What an exciting game. It's been a for great a, football for a game. For 6-0 game, this has been an exciting game. Winner of this contest on to the district final. And they will take on either St. Francis of Traverse City or Elk Rapids, who Westwood saw in the postseason last year. See what Scott Sergila dials up. His team with their season on the line. Trying to avenge a two-point loss to the same Calumet team here on September 7th. 6.36 to play. Third down and 12. Westwood at their own 41. They take the field. You think it's two down territory? Can't afford to punt here? Um, tough decision. Tough decision. We'll see if they gain any off of this. Back to pass. Backman looking. Steps up. Fires a quick slant. It oh, is like incomplete. Receiver went down. Yeah. Yep. And it's fourth and 12. There's and now. Flag down, though. Oh I don't boy. Know if they roughed up Beckman back there. It's usually in the spot. I can't tell if that's in the spot of holding. No personal foul. Indication is that it's on Calumet. Personal foul called. Yeah, I, I, I think he must have released it, and they must have thought that that was driving him into the ground was a little much. Yeah, we the talked about Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers rule there. How Calumet has been uh, playing mistake-free football. They first have been, big mistake yep. from Calumet we've seen. This is going to back them yeah. up significantly. Actually, it's going to move Westwood yeah. forward to give them a first down. It's going to give them a first down on what looks to be the Calumet 45-yard line. So they're in Calumet territory. That was huge. 6.32 to play. It was going to be a fourth down yeah, and 12. Fourth and 12. Now you got first and 10. Two crucial mistakes here in the last couple of minutes, and Westwood has light. Here's a turn and a give to Beckman running hard up the middle, and... Uh, he dives forward across the 40-yard line, a gain of about five and a half. Boy, good patience on behalf of Coach Sergio right there. If you can get this in and tie it, have a shot at winning it with an extra point. Give him a gain of five. It's second and five from the 40. 
Westwood trailing 6-0 with time winding down. They recover a fumble near midfield, and they get bailed out with a personal foul penalty. Two crucial mistakes for the Copper Kings here on this drive. There is life for Westwood, second and five, 5.43 to play. Man in motion, it's Garrett Man. Here's a direct snap going to Bergman. He's stacked up and dropped for a loss. Loss of one, brings up third and six. Five and a half minute mark, quarter number four. It's two down territory for Westwood. Well, for sure, from here. If you got a trick play, this is the time to use it. You do something to loosen up uh, Calumet. There's... That defense has gotten progressively better throughout the evening. And they've all taken one step closer to that line of scrimmage. There will be under five minutes left to play by the time the next play is ran. Ball at the 42. Third down and six. Direct snap goes to Bergman. He's blitzed and dropped for a loss. Back near the 45. It's a loss of close to three. And it brings up fourth and ten. And this could be the ball game. It has to be a special blitz, and you almost got to stick your tackle perfectly to take down a guy like Bergman. Calumet did it right there. Calumet's been doing it this whole second half. The stunts they're running with their linemen. Timeout. Patriots. Use it or lose it right now for yep. Scott Sergula. Fourth down and 10 from the 45-yard line with 4.23 remaining. Essentially, the Patriots' season on the line. Winner on to the district final next Friday. Calumet and Westwood, a thriller when they met here in September and a thriller here this evening in the postseason. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call for ESPN-UP and the ESPN-UP app. Don't forget, coming up once we go final, the ESPN-UP postgame show. And then we send it out to Chavez Ravine for live coverage of the World Series. Game three between the Dodgers and the Red Sox. What are you liking that series, Dave? You think Boston's going to do it without coming back to Fenway? I'm still uh, busted up about uh, Milwaukee. Yeah? <laughs> it's hard for me to even get there. I got in the bandwagon yeah, coming up here. Yeah. I wanted Milwaukee. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was tough to get past that, but, uh, you know, we'll see, what, we'll see what Boston can do. They're scoreless in the bottom of the second over in L.A. Once again, we join them once uh, we sign off post-game show and what have you here from Calumet. 4.23 left to go. Fourth and 11 coming up for Westwood. Potentially the ball game and the Patriots season on the line. Man in motion, Delangelo. He split right. Back to pass. Beckman looking, looking for an option for oh, a healthy fire. has got a man. First down. That is a first down. Two. <laughs> that might be... <laughs> Is that? It's either Adriano or Nini. Nini. Is it Nini? 88 Nini. 88. Couldn't tell if that was an eight or a five. (laughs) And Zach Nini comes up with maybe a season-saving play. (laughs) How many passes has Nini got on the whole year? (laughs) It moves the sticks, a gain of 17 yards to the 28. Huge catch by Nini in traffic. Four-minute mark. Here's a turn and a give to Bergman. He's trying to cut back up the middle. He dives forward for a gain of close to five. And Westwood knocking on the red zone's door. Well, I'll tell you what, that is a gain of almost nine yards. It's so hard to tell where this is ending up. He did. He did get about nine. It's a good spot, too. 
Patriots moving the football inside the 20. Three and a half minutes left to play regulation time. 6-0 Westwood. 6-0 Calumet. Beg your pardon. Westwood trying to rally. Shotgun formation for Beckman. He takes a snap. Rolling out to the left, looking to fire. He throws. It is incomplete. And it brings up third down and one from just inside the 20. Clock stops with 3.15 to play. A six-point ball game doesn't get much better than this. Good play call on second down there. Get a pass. If you don't get it to get the first down, you know you're going to get the clock stopped. Still a chance to sneak it forward and get a fresh set of downs. Second time Westwood's been inside the 20. And the first time since their opening drive of the game. Going out to the left side, looking for a first down, has it. Keeps it on the ground and has enough to move the sticks. First and 10 from inside the 20. Stop the clock long enough for them to catch up with the sticks. 3-10 to go, ball on about the 19. Westwood got it down to the Calumet 15 in their opening drive before the Copper Kings came up with a stop. This is the closest Westwood has been since. Season on the line, trailing by six. Three-minute mark in the fourth quarter. Shotgun formation, direct snap goes to Bergman, bouncing off tackle, hit near the line of scrimmage, burst forward, and he gains a few. Made something out of nothing. Brought down just shy of the 15-yard line. 2.45 left to play, clock rolling. Westwood trying to answer, trailing 6-0. We were scoreless at halftime. Calumet scored in the final play of the third quarter. Second down, five yards to go. Ball is officially spotted at the 13. Playoff football here in the UP. Shotgun formation, Beckman rolling, trying to tuck and run it up the middle and gains a couple. It'll bring up third down and short. And we have a flag, and this is going against Westwood. Holding against the Patriots, it's, this, is, this is hard to see. The most penalized game that Westwood has had this season, and it comes in the first round of the playoffs. It would have been third in about two. And the holding call backs him up. Westwood has absolutely shot themselves in the foot with penalty yards tonight. Back to second and, I don't know, 17. 17. <laughs> yeah. Second and 17 from the 26. Two-minute mark here in quarter number four. Westwood needs a big play. Zach Nimi came up with a 17-yard catch on 4th and 12 to keep this drive alive. Shotgun formation for Beckman. Bergman a step to his right. Beckman back to pass. He's looking. Rolling out to the right side. Looking for an option. Nobody's open. Fires. It is intercepted. Intercepted. Picked off. He, he was looking for Anderson as tight end. Tiptoeing the sideline. Just getting the foot down. Knocked out of bounds at the 10-yard line. The interception for Calumet. And that should do it. I believe it was Twardzik, the linebacker, who came up with it. Minute 40 left. No timeouts by the Patriots, and I think that that's the end of it. 
Beckman tried to throw across his body, just trying to make something happen. Game on the line anyway, so he gambles. And Twardzik picks him off at the 10-yard line. Calumet offense on the field, and they're in victory formation. Drops to a knee. That's, that's going to be it. That's, we can run uh, three plays like that, and then the game is over. An outstanding football well, game. I'll tell you, that was, that was a great football game. I'll, uh... Westwood is going to come up short, and the season is going to end tonight in Calumet. Dave, when you look back at this game, penalties are going to stick out big time. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, the penalties that we hardly got to see in the second mm -hmm. half, we, we didn't really see the flags, we didn't see the penalties occurring, but there was sure a lot of laundry out there uh, for the Patriots. And timeout called. I think Calumet decides to burn yeah. this one. Don't want to risk the delay of game, but they want to get as many yards out of it as they can. Or much time out of it as they can, I should say. Yeah, second down. So a minute four to play. Calumet just got to continue to run the clock down. Leave Westwood with little or no time by the time they would have to punt the football away. Six-nothing Calumet. And that's going to take a miracle for the Patriots to extend their season. No, I think Coach Crows is going over... It's going over to the exchange and the victory formation mm -hmm. because if they do put the ball on the ground right there, they, would be, they would be in great jeopardy. But um, I think based on what we've seen out of the uh, Copper Kings in the just nearly flawless game that we've seen them play, um, they're going to be able to handle it. So it brings up second down and 10 from the 10-yard line. And again, Calumet in victory formation. No timeouts left for Westwood. No way to stop the clock. And Locust drops to a knee. Clock rolls under a minute. Well, Westwood, unfortunately, is going to see the season come to an end, barring a miracle. Great way to end the year, at least as far as a football perspective. It's been a great football game. But it's a tough way to end the season. Third down and ten. Should take one more knee to do it. Yeah, he's waiting for it to get under 30, and you're going to see him snap it, and that's going to be good for that hand to go up in the air, and that's going to be it. Locus waiting, drops to a knee. That should do it. That's your ball game right there. Six nothing. What a ball game. Final seconds tick away. The two teams walk off the field into the fog, and Calumet will live to see another day. They survive a first round scare from Westwood. Six nothing is the final score. Hey, that's a tough one to swallow. Westwood played well, but they shot themselves in the foot. Penalty yeah. after penalty. That ended up playing big dividends into this ball game. Yeah, just too many penalties in the uh, crucial moments. You know, the good drive there right in the first quarter. And uh, a few penalties there pushed them back. And, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be Calumet that's going to get prepared to take a long bus ride now. Well, we'll send it to break. We'll come back. We'll have the post-game show starting now. Get all the analysis plus here from head coach Scott Sergula. All that and more after this on ESPN-UP, the ESPN-UP mobile app. Are you looking for a new vehicle with a payment that fits your budget? UB Catholic Credit Union is here to help. The Payment Saver Program is a low payment alternative to a traditional loan or lease. It offers lower monthly payments, no down payment, 
and a flexible loan term that ranges from 36 to 72 months. It's a perfect fit for anyone looking for a vehicle five years old and newer. Call UP Catholic Credit Union or visit us online for more information about the newest, easiest way to be in the car of your dreams. Get caught up on all the Friday night football action with our Saturday morning coaches show. Wake up with us every Saturday morning at 9, and you'll hear straight from your favorite coaches about last night's game. You'll get the best analysis in town on all the big plays and dramatic finishes. Why wait until Monday when you can tune into the Saturday Morning Coaches Show, kicking off at 9 a.m. only on ESPN-UP. It's time for the Westwood Patriots post-game show on ESPN-UP, the only place for instant analysis and coaches' interviews. Welcome back to the post-game show here in Calumet. Tanner Hoops along with Dave Bowes on the call. Final score in this first-round district matchup, Calumet 6, Westwood nothing. It was a battle this evening. We played the second half through a fog, a little bit of soggy <laughs> conditions, but we got it done nonetheless in a trend. Uh, a fantastic football game transpired here this evening. Really uh, well played on both sides. They did some nice things. You had two coaches that uh, went right at each other, a chess match of sorts, and you saw two really good football teams go at it. Yeah, two coaches out there <laughs> yakking it up. You see a lot of respect between those two guys out there right now. Uh, you know, an appreciative conversation of a good football game out there. Uh, right now, and uh, you know, Coach Serge is going to be tough to say goodbye to this group of seniors because uh, they've really been with him since he's been a part of the program here. You know, he's had some of them for three years, but uh, they've known no one else to be the top of uh, their program here. So, um, you know, it's going to be awful tough for Coach Sergela tonight to, uh, you know, one to take the loss, but to take the loss with that particular group that really started something for him. Uh, I think that's going to be a an emotional time for him. Yeah, he took him to three postseasons, including this year. They finished the season at seven and three. Calumet, meanwhile, improves to ten and zero. Their undefeated season continues as they win part two of the Westwood rivalry with a victory, six to nothing, this evening. So Westwood, uh, once again, will be getting Coach Sergelon headset coming up uh, later on. But they had their chances tonight, and they played well. Calumet's defense got progressively yep. better throughout the night, and penalties just yep. way too many. But we said it was the yep. mistakes. Who yep. was gonna? It was gonna. When your teams are this evenly matched, and both coaches said that. You know, they both in their pregame interviews said that. You can limit your mistakes because you're never gonna have a completely mistake-free team. You know, Calumet had a huge mistake there with that personal foul on a little bit of roughing the quarterback late in the game when it's going to be fourth and 12, give the Patriots a fresh set of downs, but they ended up coming up strong in the defensive end of that. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just good play. You know, those kids played hard and they played hard all night, you know, two shots at them and they were able to take us both times. So you can't take anything away from uh, Kelly Meth and their level of effort. Hey, that's a 10 and old football team in the upper peninsula. So that is, that is impressive. The seniors that are graduating include Nathan Beckman, Adam Heitman, Troy Anderson, Anthony Covio, Ashton Bergman, Hayden Mann, Dakota Rada, Sam Gillis, uh, Blake Hewitt, Jacob Adriano, and Zach Neeby. That is a great group of football players and a great group of guys. Great group of guys, and they're great kids in our building, and it's been, you know, uh, they still got a lot. Most of their senior year left, but uh, it's been they've been great kids to have as part of the Westwood family, and we're very appreciative of those young men. It's certainly what they've done for Westwood football in their time. Now the Patriots got down to the 
Calumet 15-yard line in their opening series of the game, but they were stopped, turned it over on downs. From there on, they did not get uh, closer than inside the 20 and ended up uh, throwing away an interception with just under two minutes to play, and that's what sealed the deal. Westwood falls to Calumet, and the season comes to an end a little bit earlier than uh, we were hoping for. But nonetheless, a fantastic season for Westwood. I'm hoping that's what they and the fans are going to focus on because there is a lot to feel great about. A lot to feel season. great about, a real positive JV season uh, this year for the Patriots as well. Um, you know, and uh, a lot of uh, players that will be coming back to the to the varsity next year and a lot of kids that came up from that JV team. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, definitely been a, it's definitely been a good year. So you look back at it, and, uh, you know, I know this is going to sting for a while, and, you know, maybe maybe the program, Scott Sertola, wants that to happen, just let it, uh, you know, build for next year, what have you. But it's my hope that they look back on the season. It was a lot of fun. They they love being around each other, and that's what I'm hoping Comes is that they, now. they learn that, uh, you know, this has been a great season. We will uh, pause and take our last time out. We'll get Scott Sergel up on headset. Uh, we've got more coming up after this on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPNUP.com just got a makeover. Get on the web and check out the new look of our website. It's now easier than ever to see the latest local sports news. Catch up on episodes of the Sports Pen and listen to past Westwood Patriot games. See it for yourself at ESPNUP.com, your new and improved source for all things UP sports. You're listening to the Westwood Patriots post-game show on ESPN-UP. By head coach Scott Sergela, his team falling 6-0 in the pre-district matchup against Calumet. Coach, they're a great football team, and so are you. we got to see a great football game tonight with two teams going at it. Yeah, that's a battle right there. It, uh, it really is. Uh, they have one heck of a football team. We could, couldn't, really, uh, couldn't really do much um, offensively. You know, we'd move the ball here and there. Um, but I, I, again, the mistakes, we can't, you know what I mean? It's, we'd have a guy miss a block and all of a sudden it's second and 15. And, uh, you know, we, we, we are not the team to be in a second and 15 position. Uh, you know, if we're trying to make up 15 yards, we're, we're running slant. And, uh, you know, I, and we did, we, I thought we did at, at times we ran, we ran things really, really well. And, uh, uh, at other times I was scratching my head at, uh, you know, and, and, but they, they do that. They're that good. You know, they're, they're that good. And um, it, uh, it's disappointing. I, I feel bad for our kids. And, um, you know, but they got nothing to be ashamed of. We got a 
absolutely wonderful, great group of kids, and they played their butts off tonight. Coach, I won't keep you with a long trip home, but uh, I know how much a senior class means to you. Tell me what it was like down there, your last address with them. Ah, that's kind of between us and them, <laughs> me and them, you know what I mean? That's all right. Um, it, uh, they are. They, they are one of the best groups I've ever coached. I'm, I, don't want, I don't want this night to end. I mean, it's, I love those kids. They, they really are. They're really good kids, and, um, man, it, uh, they have really kind of blazed the trail to help uh, try to build a program here at Westwood, and hopefully, um, you know, we can continue this and go from there. Coach, as always, thanks for stopping up. Thanks, thanks again. Thanks a lot. That's Scott Sergula, head football coach at Westwood. His team season comes to an end tonight with a 6 nothing loss to Calumet. They finish the season at 7-3. and three. Meanwhile, the Copper Kings are moving on to the district final as they take on the winner of Traverse City, St. Francis, and Elk Rapids next Friday night as they contend for a district championship. I want to thank everybody who made this broadcast possible. All of our sponsors for your continued support of Westwood Patriot Athletics. All you've done to get us on the air here at ESPN-UP. We could not do it without you. It's been a pleasure covering Westwood this football season. We look forward to bringing you into basketball less than a month away. Don't forget, tune in to our Saturday morning coaches show. Hear from Dion Brown, Jeff Olson from their matchup in Ishwaming. Hear from Coach Sergela again. Uh, get all caught up on everything you need to know from Marquette County postseason action. Don't forget, we're sending out to L.A. We are going to get uh, live coverage of the World Series. Join them in progress. Game three between Boston and Los Angeles. That does it for us. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. For Dave Bose, Tom Mogish, I'm Tanner Hoop signing off from Calumet, where once again the final score, Calumet 6, Westwood nothing. Good night, and go Pats. From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.